2: Yes, the jungle drums of Kamala, the Ugandan headhunter giant, is appropriate here today. And yes, I am back once again, ladies and gentlemen, after an extended two-week layoff. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you all to Raw Radio, episode 254 from Monday, August 10th, 2020. I am your host, the Iceman, Jerry D. back in the saddle again. Ladies and gentlemen, after an extended week off, ladies and gentlemen, and believe me, I needed it, especially after what has been happening the last couple of weeks. one 605 5662 call ID 138 1044 four four pound. You can join us right now till 5 o'clock this afternoon, or just after 5 o'clock with our panel, including the Loose Cannon, Shaquille Cole, Cephas, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, the King and Club Smith, Patel, The Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, The Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, King NWO, George T. Smith, Michelle Lynn Dodds, The Black Widow, The Empress Anne-Marie Reckon-Bachauer, and the rest of the gang, as well, including Mr. WCW Chad Shaw on Trinity North Carolina. Before we get into the local news, however, I do want to thank my colleagues last week, especially Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw for stepping in for me last week due to a personal matter, however, that is uh, still uh, working itself out, let's just say, however, and hopefully will be resolved very, very shortly. If it wasn't for him, however, Raw Radio would have had a tough time, however, but last week I do want to thank my guys, including Chad, of course, for stepping up to the plate, however, and filling in for me last week, however, here on Raw Radio. I'm going to try to go as long as I can today, however, because we're going to have a lot to discuss here, so you you definitely want to pick uh, a good day to listen to us here on Talk Shoe, however, as we will have a lot to talk about. Now, before we get into it, don't forget at 11.30 tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on John Gross Wrestling and Sports Incorporated, the Human Suplex Machine, our historian who will be here in just a little while, will have a lot to talk about, including the Monday night aftermath. It will be a very interesting show tonight, which we'll talk about here in just a few minutes. Also, we'll be talking about some other things going on in the world, including the status of college football. Will it be shut down this season? Is it going to be shut down this season? And right now, more and more, it's looking like that as well, however. Also, he will talk about some other things as well, including the passing of a very special wrestler who we lost just a few days ago, ladies and gentlemen, in the form of Kamala, the Ugandan headhunter giant. Yes, folks, Kamala, the Ugandan headhunter giant, better known to you all as Bad News Harris, or simply the Mississippi Mauler, Sugar Bear Harris, or Ugly Bear Harris. However, passed away, however, yesterday at the age of 70 years old. Kamala, of course, rustled from 1978 through 2010, standing 6 foot 6, 375 pounds, born in Centobams. Tippy. He passed away, however, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, however, after testing positive COVID, however, just five days ago. As a result, however, he contacted, according to reports, however, from one of his weekly visits to the dial center that he was uh, basically, uh, let's just say, recovering from a very serious kidney uh, issue, if you will. Due to the COVID-19, he started to experience complications, however, mind you, however from the diabetes that he has had for the last several years, however, and then went into cardiac arrest last night. As a result, however, he died tragically and sadly early this morning, however, at the age of 70 years old. He leaves behind a wife, however, and I believe two children as well. He wrestled, of course, in places like Mid-South Wrestling, Continental Wrestling Association, as well as the WWE, and also WCW, as well as the USWA, if you will, at the same time. As we said, however, he was married once, of course, ladies and gentlemen, and then, of course, however, he lived with his niece, however, before moving to Oxford, Mississippi. However, in November 2011, however, he had his left leg amputated below the knee due to complications of high blood pressure and diabetes, a condition he had held since 1992 which forced him to retire but did not accept dialysis treatment. In April 2013, his right leg was also amputated below the knee, and a campaign was launched shortly thereafter, seeking donations to cover his financial needs. He told Bleacher Report six months later that he relied on a disability check, sold handmade wooden chairs, and recently wrote a book about his life. In July of 2016, he was named as a part of a class action lawsuit, however, mind you, filed against the which alleged that wrestlers suffered traumatic brain injuries during their tenure with the company and that it concealed the risk of injury. Sad to say, however, needless to say, his health would continue to get only worse rather than better. In November of the following year, he underwent life saving emergency surgery to clear fluid from around his heart and lungs at a hospital in Oxford, Mississippi. He then went on life support due to complications. Two days later, however, he showed signs of improvement but still was on life support. Three days later, however, it was reported that he was able to breathe on his own and but was yet unable to, talk, unable to talk and remain under intensive care over the next couple weeks, however, before being released at the end of 2017 into 2018. Again, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Mr. Harris's friends and family and fans today as we say goodbye to this gentle giant, if you will, and one of our own Hall of Famers here in the WCW Radio Network, one of our very special kind of people I'm proud to call, a very special friend of mine, Mr. Michael Sam Houston, actually paid tribute to Mr. Harris earlier today on Facebook by saying the following, Rest in peace, big guy. Rest in peace. I don't think any truer words could have been spoken by Mr. Houston about that involving Mr. Harris, Howard. And certainly our thoughts and prayers, however, would agree with Mr. Houston's thoughts about Mr. Harris today. As so we say goodbye to this very gentle, very heartwarming, very unique big man, Howard, who touched our lives for many, many years. Meanwhile, Howard, speaking of college football, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some reports, however, going around saying that the college football season could be done. According to reports, ladies and gentlemen, as of this afternoon, we understand that the Big Ten season could be deciding possibly before the end of this week that they might be shutting it down for the entire season of 2020 going into 2021, and that right now also other conferences including the ACC Conference, the SEC Conference, the Big 12, and the Pac-12 however, have not made their decisions known as of yet, but they too could be on board very soon, just like the Big Ten announced earlier this afternoon. However, that They are looking to shut down college football for for this season, and maybe starting up again, possibly either next springtime in 2021, or next fall in 2021. Of course, we will keep you up to date with this story if we hear anything else, but that is the word we are hearing as of right now, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we will keep you up to date with this breaking story. Also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to check out Wolfpack this Thursday night, 138055-POUND. GTS and I, of course, hopefully I will be returning to the news desk with my partner, Howard, to give you the latest news headlines. John will be supplying the birthdays and dates. And then on Friday, of course, Revolution, don't forget to be sure to check that out, however, at 9 p.m. as well on TalkShoe. Now, Wolfpack's uh, ID, by the way, I gave you the wrong ID. I made a mistake, folks. It is 138521-POUND. Revolution is 138055-POUND. But be sure to join the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and also the Sacramento Slugger from Oak Park, as well as the rest of our panel coming up this week, ladies and gentlemen, on Friday night. It should be a great show. Meanwhile, coming up tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday Night Raw, we have a couple of matches that are going to be taking place. One of them will be, of course, Kevin Owens taking on Randy Orton with some serious ramifications prior to the big show. That will be coming up a week from Sunday, known as Summer Slam, or as I call it, Summer Scam if you will, ladies and gentlemen, we will keep you up to date with that as far as that goes. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand that Oscar, yes, folks, the Empress Oscar, after losing her woman's title to the boss, Sasha Banks, a few weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, is looking to get a little retribution on her uh, somewhat... Uh, Former rival's best friend, the somewhat man child Bailey, or as I call her, Boily, if you will, are coming up tonight with some serious ramifications. If Bailey should lose this match to Oscar tonight, Sasha Banks, who just won the woman's title just a few weeks ago when we last talked to you on Monday Night Raw, will be forced to defend the title against Oscar coming up in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, at the biggest party of the summer, SummerSlam. Of course, we will keep you up to date with this story. Meanwhile, some other news to report, ladies and gentlemen, of course. WarnerMedia is reporting, ladies and gentlemen, as of this afternoon, that they have made staff cuts. According to Deadline.com, as of a short time ago, at least 600 staff members were cut. 600, ladies and gentlemen. This, of course, is funny because Warner Media owns TNT, which is the TV home of AEW. In case you missed it, however, last Friday, of course, Kevin Riley, the executive who brought AEW to TNT, and then signed off on a renewal of AEW on Dynamite through 2013. However, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be interesting to see how long this will take effect, however. Of course, uh, this is a very, very surprising move, however, considering what has happened over the last few months, however, with the pandemic and everything like that. But again, according to reports of Deadline.com, as of... This weekend, however, and as of this past Friday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, we understand, how they made some serious staff cuts, over 600 in all, including one of Kevin Riley, the executive who brought AEW to TNT, however, the network home of AEW Dynamite on Wednesday nights. As a result, of course, we will keep you up to date with this story, and if we hear anything else as far as that story goes, we will be sure to let you know right away. Some other news to report, ladies and gentlemen, as we are taking a look right now. Of course, I do want to report on some birthdays, ladies and gentlemen, of course, from this weekend. First off, happy birthday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to former Boston Celtics superstar Bob Cousy, who, of course, celebrated the birthday yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the Celtics great ladies and gentlemen, who, of course... Turned 92 years old. Of course, coming from Holy Cross University, playing with the Celtics and the Royals, he is a six-time NBA champion, 57 to 59 through 63. 57 MVP this, that year, an All-Star 13 times, 51 through 63. However, 54 and 57 a two-time All-Star Game MVP, 52 through 61 a ten-time All-NBA first teamer and a second teamer, 62 and 63 two times. He was an eight-time NBA assist player from 58 through 60. A member of the 25th, 35th anniversary teams as well as the 50th anniversary all-time team. An NCAA champion with Holy Cross in 1947. His number 47 senior jersey has been retired by the Celts. Uh, Alt- American 1950 with Holy Cross as well as second team All-American in the... Uh, AP and UPI magazine, 1949, as well as 13 All-American, 1948. A member of the Presidential member of Freedom, he had 16,960 career points or 18.5 points per game, 4,785 rebounds a game, 5 rebounds a contest, and and 7.5 rebounds assists per game of 69 55. He also made it to the Basketball Hall of Fame, however, referring to the college scene, however, in 2006. Yesterday, he turned 92 years old, so happy birthday to him. And we do want to welcome in now the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. As we say good afternoon, and welcome him to episode 254. Fonzie, it's good to have you back on the air with us. Of course, we're just going over a couple birthdays very quickly. One of them we just mentioned, of course, was Bob Cousy. We're talking about a couple other guys very quickly. Of course, happy birthday also goes out to Brett Hall, who turned 56 yesterday, the former hockey superstar, following the Flames, Blues, Stars, mm-hmm. Wavemings, and Coyotes. 200 pounds. Born in Belleville, Ontario. Howard drafted one seventeen overall by the Flames in nineteen eighty four. Of course, turned fifty six yesterday. Also, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday to Dion Sanders, ladies and gentlemen. This prime time. Howard turned. Uh, 53 years old, a former Falcon, 49er Cowboy, Redskin, and Raven, is a two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, eight-time Pro Bowler, 19-time first-team All-Pro, 53 interceptions, 10 defensive touchdowns, 9 return touchdowns, 60 receptions, 784 three receiving touchdowns, of course. In baseball, he played with the Yankees, Braves, Reds, the Giants, and the Reds, however, by 263 with 39 homers, 168 runs batted and 186 stolen bases. In a 12-year career, ladies and gentlemen, however, Needless to say, he was born in North Fort Myers. Florida. Drafted number fifth overall from Florida State in 1999 by the Falcons. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a member of the Anniversary Team, however, of the NFL also first-team NFL All-Decades corner and also punt returner. Believe it or not, first-team All-Pro kick returner in '92 and '98. Tower as well as punt returner '98, '91, '99, and cornerback nine-time first-team All-Pro. Jim Thorpe Award winner in 1988, a member of the of honor of the Falcons, ladies and gentlemen, and two-time All-American in 1988, and of course his number two jersey has been retired by the Falcons a member of the NFL Network, also, ladies and gentlemen, however, so happy birthday to Prime Time Dion Sanders today. Also, believe it or not, this stadium John will mention this on the birthdays and dates. 40 years ago, Hulk Hogan faced Andre the Giant at Chase Stadium, ladies and gentlemen, in front of 36,000. Bruno San Martino took on Larry Sabisco, of course, on that same venue. And also, ladies and gentlemen, 44 years ago in Pirate History, John Candelari pitched a no-hitter, however, striking out seven and walking one, however, while uh, becoming the first Pirates since 1907 to throw a no-hitter for the Pirates, but the first no-hitter ever in the Taylor took place on this date, as Sean Candelaria shut out the L.A. Dodgers 2 to nothing. however, in that game. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish also a happy birthday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course. To some other people, of course, we'll talk about them, however. Uh, of course, uh, over the weekend, we want to wish happy birthday, of course, what would have been, ladies and gentlemen, however, the birthday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of Jerry Tarkanian, the former UNLV running Rebels coach, ladies and gentlemen, who also coached Long Beach State, San Antonio, and Fresno State. He won 706 games, 198 losses, and went 9-11 in the NBA. He, of course, was the UPI coach of the year in 1983, the Western Athletic coach of the year in 2001, the WCAC, the West Coast Conference, however, mind you, coached in '75. his number two jersey was retired by the Fresno State Bulldogs, he won the WCC regular season title in 75 in 2000 and 2001, won the WAC tournament and the regular season title. He won four NCAA regionals, including 77, 87, 90, and 91, 90, of course, being his best year with the run of Rebels, finishing 34-0 that year and beating the Duke Blue Devils by 30, losing the next year in the semi, 79-77, however, in which they won 34 out of 35 games that year, uh, 14 PS, PCA, Pacific Coast Athletic Association, however, and Big West regular season titles including 70-73 and then 83-92. through He won 14 of those. Nine PCAA and Big West tournament titles including 72, 73, 83, 85-83 as well as 85-87 through 87, and then 89-91. through 91. Born in Euclid, Ohio, he passed away in Las Vegas in February of 2015. He also played at Fresno State in the mid-50s as well as coaching at Redlands High School. San Joaquin Memorial High in Antelope Valley High School, Redlands High School. Saturday, he would have been 90 years old, ladies and gentlemen, 90 years old, so happy late birthday to Jerry Tarkanian, he also appeared in the movie with, of course, believe it or not, uh, Nick Nolte, Bob Cousy, of course, as we mentioned him just a few minutes ago, and also Shaquille O'Neal and Penny Hardaway in the 1992 sports drama Blue Chips. Happy 39th birthday also goes out to Roger Federer, I should say 40 now, ladies and gentlemen, Olympic winner in 2008 at the Olympic Games. He also finished was in the third round 2003, first round in 2000, uh, quarterfinals at Wimbledon 2000, third round 2002 at the U.S. Open. How in his Grand Slams tournament? He has 131 and 92. He has eight career titles. His highest ranking came in 24 overall in June of 2003. He won the Davis Cup in 2014. Won the Hopman three times. Won 18 in just this last year. He finished with the gold medal in the Beijing Games in 2008. But 2012, he finished with a silver medal in the singles, Howard. so there you go. As we said, he was born in Basel, Switzerland, ladies and gentlemen. He is right-handed, one-handed, backhand. However, he has done quite well for his career, ladies and gentlemen. So Roger Federer today celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to him, of course, this past Saturday. And also, ladies and gentlemen, one final birthday to report, ladies and gentlemen, but we'll get to that in a second. Fondi, real quick, I'm going to get your thoughts, out about Kamala. We were just talking about him moments ago, the Ugandan Giant passing away, of course, uh, over the weekend, uh, let's get your thoughts about the passing of this uh, very special, unique person.
3: Who, JD? Who is it? What's that? I said, who died? He?
2: Kamala, the Ugandan inside
3: Oh, uh, um, uh, 70, years sad, uh, seventy years old. That's a sad. 70 years old. She.
2: Yeah, he apparently tested positive for COVID five days ago. He apparently had uh, very serious health issues. We understand, and uh, yeah. like I said, apparently how he passed away. Like I said, I'm just reading the. Like I said, uh, like I said, he like it says. Here, I'm reading my story here now. He tested positive for COVID five days ago and was hospitalized. He had contracted it from his one of his numerous weekly visits to his dialysis center. His wife mm. said, due to COVID 19, he started to experience complications and then went into cardiac arrest yesterday. He died, unfortunately, late last night, early this morning, at the age of 70.
3: Uh, that's sad.
2: Wow. I mean, you talk about it, I mean, this is a guy who's been wrestling since the late 70s. I mean, he began his career, of course, in the late 70s, however, as Sugar Bear Harris. Of course, he was born in Centoba, Mississippi, and grew up in Coldwater, Mississippi. Of course, Toba yeah. Of course, is located in Tate County, Mississippi, ladies and gentlemen. I believe it's near Jackson, or possibly Natchez, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in the deep south. But of course, our good yeah. friend Michael Sam Houston, of course, talked about him. Of course, he made a lot of made a very special comment about uh, Kamala, if you will, A.K.A. James Harris, is very yeah. known as. Of course, he had been married. Uh, of course, like I said, from 1974 was divorced in 2005. He did die, of course, yesterday, or should I say this morning? I should say, excuse me, in Brooklyn, New York, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, he uh, wrestled in a lot of places over the years, including uh, the CWA, the Connell Wrestling Association, Mid-South, WCCW, WWE a, to- a few times, as well as WCW, of course, However, And uh, basically finished up his career, however, briefly, however, uh, in the independent scene before getting out of the sport, however, in 2010. But uh, a lot of people feel right before that, however, that he got out of due to some very serious health issues that began in 2001-2002. So, uh, unfortunately, however, there you go. However, like I said, surprisingly, however, uh... his last in-ring appearance, sad to say, was in June of 2006, however, and that would be his final run in the big leagues. Of course, we talked about some of the health issues he had, including the following. Of course, nine years ago, he had his left leg amputated below the knee due to complications, however, due to high blood pressure and diabetes, a condition he had had since 92, which forced him to retire, but he did not, because he did not accept dialysis treatment. Uh, the following year, in April 2012, his right leg was amputated below the knee, and a campaign was launched in seeking donations to cover his financial needs. November, three years ago, he underwent life saving emergency surgery to clear fluid from around his heart and lungs at a hospital in Oxford, Mississippi. He then went on life support due to complications. The next day, his daughter said he showed signs of improvement but did remain on life support. Two weeks later, it was reported that he was able to breathe on his own, but was unable to talk and remain in intensive care for a couple of weeks, weeks. An and then I believe he went home towards the end of 2017 into 2018. So there you go. Some uh, interesting facts Jeez. there on Kamala. Very, very sad news, to say the least our thoughts are prayers again with Mr. Harris's friends and family. Uh one person we did talk about just moments ago is Anthony Rizzo. We'll mention him very quickly. How happy thirty first birthday to the Chicago Cubs superstar. How a three time all star how from fourteen through sixteen and a world's champion sixteen. He's been bad two seventy three, two hundred and twenty one home runs. However, mind seven hundred and thirty four runs bad in so far. The lefty of course began his pro debut in June of twenty eleven. And as a three time gold glove winner from 16, 18, and just this last year, he also won the Platinum Silver Slugger in 16, hour, and also the Roberto Clemeni Award in 17, Hour. But happy 31st birthday to Anthony Rizzo today, or should I say from Saturday, who celebrated a birthday. Uh, Fonzie, one other story we are talking about, I and mean, I did bring up a few moments ago, how our. Excuse me, just got some. There we go. is the story of college football. We saw the Big Ten announced today that they're shutting down for the year. The ACC, the SEC, the Pac-12, and the Big 12 have not yet jumped in. The Mid-American Conference announced on Saturday that they're shutting down for the fall. Right now, i got to ask you, are we going to see the ACC, SEC, and the Big 12 and the Pac-12 shut down too? It looks like more and more are looking that way.
3: I hope not. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I hope not.
2: I hope not either, but I mean it's better safe than sorry, you know?
3: It's better safe yeah. than
2: sorry. Uh, yeah. But uh we'll but we'll, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on this story, no question about it. Uh, thank you very much there, Martin. Yeah. Uh we want to talk about some other birthdays reporting here. Uh right now we also want to wish happy birthday today, or should I say last Thursday, what would have been, ladies and gentlemen, the birthday of Henry Iba who former Oklahoma state basketball coach and baseball coach. Who coached seven years for the baseball team and then coached for about uh, 36 years, however, with the Oklahoma State uh, uh, basketball team? He passed away, of course, in January of 1993 at the age of 88, and still was born in Eastern Mississippi. Today, or should I say, uh, let's just say, however, Thursday, he would have been 116, ladies and gentlemen, 116 years old. He finished 1941 in baseball with his record, 751 and 30, 40 overall, however wins and losses in basketball. He won the gold medal in 64 and 68 and finished with the silver in 72. He, of course, made it to the Basketball Hall of Fame in 1969 and the College Basketball Hall of Fame in six He won two basketball championships in 45 and 46. made to four NCAA regionals however, 45, 46, 49 and 51, so happy birthday to him what would have been a very special birthday for him last Thursday also former Dodger great Clem Labine ladies and gentlemen, who of course played 12 years in the bigs however 77, 56, 363, RA 551, strikeouts and 96 saves Played for the parts for a year and a half, the Mets to close out his career, the Tigers in 1960, and the Dodgers for ten years. A two-time All-Star, ladies and gentlemen. Born in Lincoln, Rhode Island, how died in Vera Beach, Florida, at the age of 80. This righty, of course, won seventy seven fifty 3.63 with an ERA, 551 punchouts or strikeouts, 96 saves. A two-time All-Star, 56 and 57, and then 55, 59, 60. Was a three-time World's Champion. Today, or should I say, this past—I keep saying today—Thursday, uh, he would have been 90 four years old. So, happy birthday to Mr. Clem Levine. Today, folks, How in the sports world, however, before we get to, hopefully we'll be hearing from John here in just a few moments, we do want to report how these birthdays happen over the weekend. Happy 40th birthday to the Queen of Spades, Shayna Basler. Happy 46th birthday to Scott D. Amore. Happy 53rd birthday to Sable. Happy 29th birthday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to Alexa Bliss yesterday. Happy 40th birthday to Stu Bennett. Happy 44th birthday, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Today goes out to, of course, the Amish Roadkill, formerly of ECW, Billy Bear's birthday today, I should say. Happy 56th birthday to Savio Vega. And happy 64th birthday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to the Shockmaster, believe in our Fed Tugboat Ottoman. Now, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, it'll be a very special birthday, brother, if you know what I mean, as we'll be celebrating the birthday of a very special, unique wrestler, and we'll talk more about him, I'm sure, tomorrow i am revisit hopefully, at 7 p.m. one three nine nine two six pounds Gerard, John, myself and the game, will be back. And then, of course, at 9 o'clock, we'll talk about the aftermath of Monday Night Raw from tonight, ladies and gentlemen. At 9 o'clock, GTS and I, again, will hopefully have your news headlines for you, and then I will be there with you guys to give you the update of what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, John will supply the birthdays and dates as well. Now, uh, Fonzie, one thing I do want to talk about is last week's Raw. We saw a new group uh, show up on Monday night uh, called Retribution. Uh, there's been some questions about this as well as Raw Underground. What did you take out of last week's Raw and SmackDown, if anything, as we head into SummerSlam just a few weeks away?
4: Who
3: are these fucking dudes? Seriously. I don't know. That's disrespect. Gonna- that, 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 that's disrespect. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, Vince McMahon. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? This is this is a shame to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, this is. This is a tragedy for him. He don't yeah. need he don't need that right now. He just survived from a heart attack years ago. You yeah. probably recall it. Yeah. Um. In the uh, se- so uh separation of his wife, remember? Yeah. So uh, this is this is this is ridiculous. Who are these fucking dudes? They should get banned from life and get arrested. Seriously. Look, well, what, I, happened I, 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 look at what happened, SmackDown! Look at what happened
2: Friday night. Yeah, I was going to say, look what happened Friday night when they shut down the ring with the chainsaws and spray paint. Yeah, yeah Well, I've, yeah. i I've, I've, I've heard some speculation on who it could be. I've heard some of them could be uh, Tommaso Chiapa from NXT. I have heard uh, possibly Dominic Dijakovic, the big six foot eight monster from uh, the UK. They're
3: small, Nessipor. JD. They're not tall.
2: No, tall? there's two tall. Uh, there's one. There's one tall guy that's. And that's I think that's side Jacoby. But the small people I think are Vanessa Bourne, one of the WWE women. I think also possibly there's been talk about Chelsea Green. Possibly we've heard a lot of names about we've her, heard her name pop up lately. I don't know. I mean, we don't know who these guys are, but we're gonna find out. But let's get your take from the uh, from the. Uh, absolution, or whatever they're calling themselves, to the raw underground itself that Shane McMahon did last week, sort of like Fight Club. To me, I didn't find this really amusing. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was arrogance. I thought it was pompous and desperation. A lot of people weren't for it. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people didn't like it. What was your take of the whole Fight Club fiasco that happened last Monday night?
3: Honestly, it was not too bad, but somebody broke in Monday night, and yeah. you know the lights flicker. Actually, I just watched. I watched it a whole a whole Monday Night Raw, and they said they had the breaking news that before those people busted all the the uh, whatever it's called a signal yeah. in the in the yeah. in the parking lot. Right,
4: right. And the ice
3: were flickering the whole entire time. And you know, crybaby MVP said, "Oh, the eyes, were, uh, the lights were flickering, and I couldn't pay any attention. It was distract. Oh, whoopee doo! Yeah. So what? Mm. Uh, yeah, he was crying the whole entire night." And right. I I turn it off because what happened on SmackDown I didn't want to see what happened on Monday Night Raw. Yeah,
2: we will we're we'll, we'll gonna SmackDown just a
3: towards point. the end. Towards well, the end. One
2: thing one, one thing I can report, ladies and gentlemen, and I have just heard while I just heard while was talking about this. folks, they do have some other news to report, and we do have an update on Raw Underground for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. This just broke in. Uh, As Fondy was starting to talk to us about his thoughts about uh, When I asked him about last week's Raw And the whole Underground thing and everything According to reports, we understand WWE will continue It's Fight Club theme tonight And according to reports, we understand Shayna Baszler is supposed to show up tonight Yes, folks, the submission magician Shayna Baszler Will be a part of the show In what capacity we don't know yet Also, we have heard several female wrestlers Have mentioned wanting to be involved Including Dana Brooke, Liv Morgan, and Shia Lee from NXT. What do you make of that whole scenario, Fonzie?
3: Uh-huh. Well, next, uh, well, this coming up, this coming Friday, we got a uh, battle royal yes. on SmackDown. The winner yes. will face ba- uh, Sasha, I think. Yeah. yeah. Was it Bailey? Well, we
4: know.
3: It's
2: Bailey. No,
3: I know Bailey's ba- I know uh no, yeah, fight.
2: No, it's Bailey. Bailey, well I know Bailey's fighting Sasha well I know Bailey's fighting Oscar tonight because if Bailey loses, Sasha has to defend the belt. Yeah. At SummerSlam.
3: But I heard a tournament for the Battle Royal because Shane uh Shane Stephanie yeah, Stephanie McMahon came. Uh, yeah. So uh I think it's I think it's uh Sasha Banks title. Yes. At I SummerSlam. Agree.
2: Well, we'll definitely find yeah. that. that. Uh, also, yeah. before we continue on, uh, we do want to wish happy 52nd birthday to Riddick Bowe, the silver medal winner and bronze award winner from the Super Heavyweight in 87-88, as well as the gold medal in the Light Heavyweight Junior World Championship in 85 at Bucharest. Born in Brooklyn, winning 43 fights, only one loss, no contest, 33 KOs. However, ladies and gentlemen, known as Big Daddy today, celebrates our birthday today. Happy birthday to him. He turns 53 years old today. Riddick Bowe, ladies and gentlemen, turning 53. Happy birthday uh, to
3: him. Hey, J.D., you want to uh, hear something funny? funny? Hmm. Okay. You know the Giants are playing at Houston today, right?
2: Yeah, tonight, 9 o'clock. Okay. For all what happened on the, Friday, the, talk
3: about that. The, yeah, day. yeah. And, uh... Guess what? If they lose Houston,
4: yes,
3: they drop four and a half games out the the playoffs. It's yeah. the first time since June 17, 2016.
2: Wow. They were below, yeah, that's, below 500. That's, that's
4: crazy. That's been almost yeah. four years.
2: That's crazy. That's
4: yeah. crazy. Well, definitely. Yeah,
2: Thank you very Mar- much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Juanita. Yeah, we'll keep behind that. Also, today, yeah. happy 87th birthday to former Cleveland Indian superstar Rocky Calavito, the former Indian and Yankee, of course, as well as Tiger, Athletic, and White Sox and Dodger. Of course, is a member of the Cleveland Indians Hall of Fame, born in New York City, and a righty. He played, of course, 13 years in the Bigs, spent 266 with 374 home runs, 1160 RBIs. He was. The AL RBI leader in '65 and home run leader in '59. He also hit four home runs in one game in June of '59. A nine-time All Star, '59, '61 through '62, and then '64 through '66. So today celebrates. F- 87th birthday. Happy birthday to this Cleveland Indians. Speaking of the Indians, I want to talk about this in baseball. You bring up in our next segue, Fonzie, and that's a good point as we go into our next segue. What's been happening in yeah. baseball? Of course, the Cardinals not playing with the Pirates this week because of the COVID thing. Of course, the Cardinals continue to just, like the Marlins continue to just, just say, be tested positive, and things are not looking very good in St. Louis right now. The Pirates series with St. Louis has been canceled for the week. We understand, of course, we saw with the brawl what happened between the A's and, of course, the Astros. We also saw what happened a week and a half ago, of course, involving her. And now I'm seeing, apparently, we understand, according to reports, the Pac-12 will now vote on their season tomorrow. Okay, so apparently it says, sources say it's highly unlikely the Pac-12 will move forward. So it looks like the Pac-12 will be like the Big Ten, and they say they, too, might be stepping aside for this year. So it looks like the Pac-12 now is going to be shutting down for the year. So the Big Ten has already made their step. The Pac-12 has already announced that they will announce their decision tomorrow on whether or not they will have a fall season or not with conference games, however, due to the, the pandemic issues that have been plaguing this country right now. As a result, earlier today we did talk about it just as we came on the air moments ago. However, the Big Ten announced today that they will be shutting down all conference games for the year. The ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 have not made their announcement yet. But the Big 12 looks like, excuse me, not the Big 12, the Pac 12 has announced, from what I'm seeing right now on ESPN here on NFL Live, the ticker right now. And I'm sure, Fonji, you just got that on your phone too. That they will announce tomorrow. I
3: didn't see that.
2: They'll probably have in a few minutes, but they will announce tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, whether or not they will go on with college football this year or not. And at this point, it does look like they will not be playing this fall whatsoever, referring to the Pac-12. Just a week and a half after we thought we had all conference games in every league this year, they decided to go back on their work. But speaking of baseball, let's talk about some of the issues going on in baseball. We talked about the Cardinals. We talked about the brawl. We talked about some other things, including the Cleveland Indians' one player who walked out on his own teammates, if you will, Howard, to stroll the town. And as a result, he has been sent back to Cleveland because of this and is now going to be held in uh, quarantine for three days because of he does not have the COVID, fortunately. But the Indians said they are very disappointed in what happened, However, Overall, what have you taken away from the first three or four weeks since the return of baseball? Right now, it seems like more and more we're seeing stories by the day getting worse and worse. Hey,
3: here's the thing, J.D., if they were gonna start these games, they should have yes. picked. They should have picked a hub city,
4: mm-hmm.
3: just like hockey. You see what right. they did in hockey? They did it Toronto, all the East Conference going to uh, Toronto, then all the West Conference going to Edmonton. Edmonton. Yeah. Why they could have did that in baseball at, San, at say San Louis. You know, had this virus. They should, they should have, you know, canceled their home games and picking another city they can play in. You yep. see what I'm Miami. saying? Just like yep. Miami. You know, Miami was uh, the hottest, you know, virus in the, in the whole country right now. Yep. And you, and you have Tampa playing the home, and yep. you have Miami, and then they, you know, Miami canceled all their games. Make sure to play somewhere else. Hold yeah.
2: Second. Let's continue this conversation just a minute. Now join us on the lines. We welcome him to the air, ladies and gentlemen, from the Peachtree State, ladies and gentlemen, down there in Columbus, Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, about an hour away from Hotlanta, ladies and gentlemen. In the bulldog capital of the world, ladies and the big mean dog himself, ladies and who likes to take a bone and gnaw when he gets a chance, let us welcome him in to 254, and I am pleased to have him back on with me here at Raw Radio this afternoon, the one and only king of clubs, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mitt Patel. Mitt, you got Fonzie and myself so far. How are you this fine Monday? Doing good. We were just talking a little bit about what's been going on. I'm sure you saw earlier today the Big Ten announced, however, that they will not be playing a season. Uh, the Pac-12 announced earlier just now, a few moments ago, as we were coming on the line, they will make the decision tomorrow. Uh, Fonzie will continue this baseball discussion in a minute. I want to get Mitch's thoughts on that and also some of the other stories we've been discussing so far, including the passing of Kamala. Uh, your thoughts about uh, the stories we've uh, done so far. We'll start off first with the uh, story about Kamala.
5: Yeah, so sad. He's gone, and he's
2: yes, indeed. He was yes, 70 indeed. years old. So yes, and they say uh, six days beforehand, however, less than f- four days ago, he tested positive for the COVID. He was in isolation, however, because he was getting treatment for dialysis for his kidney issues. Uh, apparently, he went into cardiac shock yesterday afternoon and died late last night. We understand early this morning in Brooklyn, New York, at the age of 70. And again, as I've said quite a bit today. Our thoughts and prayers are with him. And joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, also I do want to welcome in now, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into any more discussion, our regular caller. We have not heard from him in a few weeks, and I know I've been absent because of some issues. However, I want to welcome him in here this afternoon. Please welcome our good friend, Tony from Shaler, ladies and gentlemen. I know he has quite a bit to ask today. So right now, let us get him on the line right now. I'm sure we're ready to answer his questions and everyone will take a turn. So by all means, we're ready to hear your questions. Yes. No one on to hear you, you re- Danny. He's a loser. Hold on, Mitt. And we also got John on, too, so we're going to have John on, too. John's on now, too. So. Okay, so we got John, ah, the human top 2 top on on, too. So. Yes, so we're all ready to go. So, yes, we're ready for your question don't
0: now. Don't
2: forget yes. me. Yes, I got you on, John. We're going to get to you in a second, but our our caller, Tony's ready to have some questions for all of us, so everyone came in at the same time, so we're ready to go. We're ready yes. to
6: go. Well, yes. Everybody at the same time, Jared. Time, Jared. Yes,
2: JD. we're all here. Yes, we're all okay, here. Okay,
6: everybody's there. Okay. Uh, what is what is wrestling doing I mean for fans and, and wrestlers during this pandemic? I, I mean I haven't watched a lot of it lately, but I mean you talk about close contact, wrestling is it.
2: Mm-hmm. Very good point. Uh Mitt, I'll let you handle that question first and then I'll kick it off to everyone that else. Uh, he asked uh, what is wrestling doing right now that they have no, uh, think, uh, they, what's, what's happening what? right now in wrestling, uh he had, who was, is he? Well, who, what that? do you mean? Who's? Oh, Tony was asking the question to all of us, and I am asking you. What are your thoughts? I'm going to hear your thoughts, and I'll kick it on to everyone for that. I'm starting with you on this question. The Tony well,
5: well, I don't know how to say this, but they've basically doing wrestling during this pandemic so some people can get paid and support their family. That's my only guess. It hasn't been great, per se, except for impact. But, yeah. All these okay. Are these resins just basically basically resin because they want to get paid and
2: support
5: mm-hmm. their family, whatever?
2: Yeah, good point. Very good point indeed.
5: That's the best I can say.
2: Good point, John. What about you? What do you say? Agree, Papa John. Yeah, Fonzie. What about you?
3: Yeah, I guess.
2: All right, what's up, Fonzie?
3: Hey, what's up,
6: Nick?
2: All uh, right. All right, uh, we're ready for your next question. Go ahead with your next question.
6: Well, my next question is, why are the Pirates, Pittsburgh Pirates so bad so far this spring? I mean, they are, <laughs> they are just terrible. Why? I don't think they gave it. If they, if they had attendance at the games, they wouldn't be having any at all.
2: No, they wouldn't. I'll, I, I'll, I'll take this one. Fonzie, I'll let you go to this one, and then again, I'll kick around with everyone, too. Uh, no, they wouldn't. And I'll tell you why they don't have it right now. It's because of too many injuries. I mean, the other day, if you saw that collision, what happened with Evans was very, very scary and very, very lucky at the same time. He's fortunately, it could have been a lot. I mean, granted, it could have been a whole lot worse, and it was bad. Do not get me mistaken. That was a very bad collision, and he jacked his neck up and, yeah, he well. and he's done for you. The problem with the Pirates this year is they cannot stay healthy. And, Fonzie, I was just talking before you came on the line, actually, about this discussion with baseball. I'm going to kick this around to everyone after I get the response on the Pirate question, too. Right now, just like college football, baseball needs to shut it down. The Pirates right now were supposed to play at St. Louis this week, however, and now that series is all but gone. Right now, however, you see more and more people testing the way it is in St. Louis. You see more and more people testing in Florida right now. They just haven't thought any common sense yet to shut it down. Rob Manfred is right now basically playing with a basically loaded weapon right now that he hasn't fired out of the chamber yet. And right now, it's sad because right now, he should be letting everyone decide right now whether or not to continue baseball or not. The way I heard it this morning, Howard, just of about couple hours ago. Right now, baseball's going to have to decide before at the end of this month however, if they want to continue on for one more month going into October. The way I see it, I don't think we're going to see the season come to an end at this point. I really don't. It's getting worse and worse, especially with the fighting, and especially with the way things are. I mean, I just mentioned to Fonzie right before you called in, Tony, and I said this hour. One of the Cleveland Indians pitchers Saturday night took a stroll in the town. What's he doing now? He's back home in Cleveland because the Indians sent him home because he was stupid and moronic and not thinking with common sense. That tells yeah. you right now what baseball is thinking, Fonzie? Would you care to comment on this issue?
3: Uh, like I said, JD. Look at what. Okay. Everybody can disagree or agree with me. Okay. The baseball should pick the city, like a hub city, just like the NHL did. They pick yep. all the East Conference team go in one city. All the West would go to different city. And like the hockey in the East, everybody went to Toronto, played at Toronto, and all the Western Conference teams go in Edmonton. And they should have did that for the baseball, those two cities, especially Miami, we'll put it that way, especially Miami. They should have picked a hub city to, for the home games or away games, whatever. They should have picked the city so they can play ball, and in like the St. Louis, they should have picked. They should have picked their home different state game yep. and play on a different state. Yeah, you know, you know, they could have played at Cincinnati. You know the yep. Grayfield, their home yep. games. You know yep. what I'm saying? And they're not. And this is disappointing because everybody wants to see baseball back. Yeah, okay, w- without a fans. Yeah, but you know, um, which is very good. At different though, in, a, in the extra innings, they should have did that a long time ago with extra innings. Oh, yeah. Put a guy on second. Yeah. Every yeah. You know, That's one way I have Baseball. That's yeah. I, One thing I've
2: baseball. Yeah,
3: and you know. Um, Pirates, Yeah, that that guy got really lucky. I thought he got paralyzed. How he yeah. bounced how he bounced up and down on that the, uh, the yeah. crown like that, you know. Yeah. And luckily he was yeah, lucky. he's done he, for the season. He, yeah. and the pirate the, the, the Pirates team cannot stay healthy like you said, J D, but hey, yeah. they won three games out of fifteen. Yeah. Okay?
4: That's but it. Yeah. you know, oh. that's
3: it. <laughs> I know, but, you know, they're trying. It's the, worst it, you know, it's the worst in baseball. The worst in baseball. Yeah, the oh, baddest
4: bears in baseball.
3: Yeah, yeah, but, you know, we entered. We, then, here's another thing. Then I had a spring training either, JD. Then yeah, had no spring training. Yeah, only so, a few weeks. yeah, a few weeks of prepare, just like
2: hockey, like a penguin. Right.
0: We
3: didn't have. Your know, exhibition before one, the training camp. One, yeah. one
2: thing I will say yeah. about the parts though, and you might agree with me this one, and then, John, I'll kick it to you, and then, Matt, I'll yeah. give you your comments on this, too. Uh, one thing I will say about the parts i said it since day one. I think they finally got the right manager. I've been saying this so many years, however, time and again to you guys on and offline, they've got the right guy, they've got the right guy, they've got the right No, this guy, Sheldon, seems to be the guy, I feel. This is a guy yeah. who's no-nonsense, but this guy is a good fighter. He won't uh, he let you uh, take him. I mean, we right. hate him when there's he yeah. to take it. But at the same time, Sheldon's got very little to work with this year. Give him another year, I feel. By next year, yeah. if he's not the answer, then I'll eat my words. But for right now, I think the Pirates may have gotten the right skipper all along. Yeah. Everyone said, Oh, yeah. this guy's not experienced enough. Well guess what? He's just got hired from a whole new office that basically had to start all over again from Square One. So and, square, plus,
3: and plus and plus this COVID nineteen took half of the half of the uh, the regular season. We could have yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, good point. Good point. Uh, good point yeah, now, let's
2: get uh, your th- let's get your let's get your thoughts though please. Go ahead. To
0: hey, me? Yeah,
2: you. yeah, John, go ahead. Yeah, John, go ahead.
0: I agree. I agree. Mitt, what about you?
2: Yeah, agree. Certainly. Well, I've just seen right now on the ticker, apparently apparently the Bengals say signed Joe Burr, their first pick of a four-year, $9 million <laughs> contract, however, so he'll be getting $36 million a year. Good luck, kid. You're going to be uh, taking your lumps pretty well there in the Queen City of Cincinnati this year, let me tell you, man. This isn't your playing Georgia, Auburn, Tennessee. This is Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore you're playing
1: in the <laughs> end of North,
2: believe me. This is going to be a hard lesson for you to learn this year, my friend, a hard lesson to learn indeed. Um. Do you have any other questions uh, would you like to have us answer for you today?
6: Nope, I'm, I'm good. Okay, J, J.D., good good talking to you.
2: You too, and be sure to call again. Okay. We'll be glad to answer more questions. Okay,
6: all okay, right. All, right, all, right, all right, bye-bye. All right,
2: bye-bye. bye-bye. Bye. all right, that was our friend Tony from C O P. We do want to thank him for coming on the line. And, again, I do want to welcome Mid and John now to the air with Tony me, the tiger. however. What's that?
5: I said Tony the Tiger.
2: Tony the Tiger. That's, that's my <laughs> uncle, by the way. He's, he's a good guy, though, man. He's, he's my uncle. He's pretty cool. But, yes, guys, I did start the show off. I do want to thank, as I began the show earlier today, uh, before Chad gets on. Chad should be on in a little bit here. Uh, I do want to thank you guys for stepping in last Monday while I was laid up. I'm still recovering. I'm still getting better. I'm honestly going to report. Uh, but I'm slowly on the mend and I'm on my way to feeling good again. Right now I'm still uh, tired of here and there, but not as bad as I was a week ago. About this time last week, guys, there was no way I would have made it. No way. And believe me, if you guys would see me, as I said to you guys both on and offline, if you guys would see me now, you'd see a little, I mean, yeah, you still, you look a lot better. And it's true, I feel a lot better. Don't get me mistaken. I mean, it, it was bothering me for a good while, however. But if you guys saw me the way I look right now, you'd swear you would be seeing a different person. Believe me. I mean, even though I'm still get a little tired here and there, it's not as bad as it was three weeks ago. Believe me. A couple of weeks ago, it was not that fun, especially last Monday. I, the way I was feeling last Monday, there was no way I could have gone on the air. So I do want to thank yeah. all of you and Chad for stepping in last night. You guys did a bang-up job along with Shaq as well. So kudos to you guys as well. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about, and Fonty and I did discuss, how we were talking about college football. Uh, before we get to the birthdays and dates, however, from John, however, let's get uh, your opinion here, Matt, uh, about what's going on as far as the college uh season goes, on. I mean, we already heard today the Big Ten already announced that they're not going to have a season, and the Pac-12 announced today that they're going to be possibly announcing as early as tomorrow.
5: Whoa, oh! I mean,
2: the the uh, Florida Panthers GM is leaving the team. Oh, okay, I didn't see that. I'm watching ESPN right now, okay. So, uh, Mid is reporting some hockey news for us, too. Excellent. Awesome. That is awesome. Very good. Yeah, well, I am
5: a wcW sports analyst.
2: Yes, you are. You are one of our sports analysts. Indeed, you are. You're falling to the T. So thank you very much, Mitt. I also want to report that last week was the 67th birthday. What would have been, I should say, the birthday, I should say, not the 67th birthday. Uh, it <laughs> would have been the 83rd birthday of former hockey great Herb Brooks, ladies and gentlemen. Herb Brooks, of course. I'll so the Pac-12 is
5: week. likely to vote tomorrow, is said. What's that? Pac-12 is going to vote likely to yes. vote tomorrow. yes.
2: Do you, well, I, I just mentioned that, yes. Do you think they're going to shut down like the Big Ten announced today? I think they're going to shut down, and I think the ACC and you no, are going to fall.
5: There's no They need to shut it down until this is this thing is. Certainly. Yeah, you're right. I agree. That's how they're going to pull a what for fan like the NBA doing right now.
2: That's a, that, that's a good point. That's a very, very, very valid point you bring up there. That's a very good point you just brought up, actually. I don't know. That, that's going to be tough. That's going to be real tough to decide. But we'll be watching carefully. Very carefully. As we said, Herb Brooks, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, last week the former Ranger, Devil, and uh, North Star, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Penguin, who won uh, as a player as bronze medal in 62 with the U.S. and then in 81 the gold medal in 2002 with the Silvers, the U.S. head coach, our... Passed away, of course, uh, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, a week ago, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, 15, 17 years ago. Today, of course, which I say last week, he would have been 83. Also, believe it yeah. or not, ladies and gentlemen, former, Detroit, uh, believe it or not, uh, believe it or not, Piston, uh, Knicks superstar, Patrick Ewing celebrated his birthday, turning 58. The former New York Knicks superstar in Georgetown, Hoya, of course, also played with the Sonics and Magic. He was a coach and an assistant with the Wizards the Rockets, however, the Magic, and the Hornets, and is now currently the coach at Georgetown. He won the gold medal in 1992 with the U.S. Dream Team, as well as uh, the E-4 in L.A. Mr. Basketball, however, in 1981, however, as a freshman at Georgetown, second team All-Big East, 82, and then three-time Big All-East Selection, 83, 85. He was a Parade All-American in 80-81. He, of course, attended Cambridge Ridge and Latin High School in Cambridge, Miss... uh, uh, Massachusetts was drafted number one overall by the Knicks in 1985, 1986 was rookie of the year and made the all-rookie team, 1990 all-NBA first team, second team all-NBA six times, between 88, 89, 91, 93, 97, 88, 9, 89, 92 was named all-defensive second team three times, however, he also was a member of the anniversary all-time team, champion in 84, final four MVP in 84, and college player of the year in 85, uh, he made it to the NBA All-Stars 11 times, 86, and then 88 through 97, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he also was a three-time first-team All-American, as we said. 1982, he battled Michael Jordan, lost by one point to the Tar Heels, ladies and gentlemen, in New Orleans, ladies and gentlemen. And now we see the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we'll get to you in just a minute. As I'm just finishing this report. Uh, of course, uh, lost by one point to the uh, Hoyas, of course, ladies and gentlemen, did the, the Tar Heels, 63-62, in New Orleans, uh, 82, final four.
0: 83? Yes. Chad will not make it. Something came up. Okay. Uh, well, we're going to try to go on as long as we can then,
2: guys. We're going to try to press on as long as we can if I feel like it. If I feel like shutting it down, guys, I'll let you know. But I'm going to go on as long as we can. Thank you very much, John. Uh, John, if I'm going to take over the plug real quick, go ahead. I'll be right back. Okay.
5: Hopefully, you don't chop his folders. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he, better not ju- he better not have his phone jumping in the toilet
5: oh my look at that he just dropped his pants <laughs> <laughs> You
4: <Yeah.
3: laughs> should tell him that when he comes out <laughs> he won't care I know. I'm surprised he don't care.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Good thing he's not a Pittsburgh Penguin goalie.
3: Oh, I know. Hey, I was rooting for your team, too. Ah, Mick. Huh? I was rooting for your team.
2: I'm back. I'm back, guys. Sorry about that. And now we're gonna welcome Justin in. Justin, welcome to the show. Uh as I was saying real quick, how are you
1: Thank you, Chad. Patrick. I mean, um JD, thank you. Thank you, you, JD. Hey, um, it is my uh,
5: like
1: Chad is. And John oh and John. Oh and John. Um sorry, Mr. uh sorry, Mr. Um the thing last night with the... Uh, yeah,
2: I am too, John. I heard about it. I heard it was pretty yep. good. But uh, getting back to what I was saying real quick about Patrick Ewing, folks, I did mention him last Thursday celebrating a birthday, of course, 1982. They lost to the Tar Heels, of course, 63-62 in the Superdome, which was considered a great game. 1984, they beat Clyde Drexler and company in Seattle, how 84-75 in the final four of that year. John Thompson gave the first African-American coach in half a century, maybe longer, to become a champion. And then 1985, of course, they uh, – Lost to the Villanova Wildcats 66 64 in what was considered another great game to Rolling Massimino, Ed Pickney, and the expansion crew of the Villanova Wildcats. Uh, John, if you want to start birthdays and dates, go ahead, guys. You guys can talk again amongst yourselves. I'll be right back. Okay. All
0: right. 59 years ago today in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Bern Gagne. <laughs> Gene Knisky to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship for the second time. Also, 57 years ago today in Emerald, Texas, Vern Gagne defeated Fritz von Erich to win the AWA World Heavyweight title for the fifth time. 54 years ago today, Robert Friedrich, best known as Ed the Strangler Lewis, Died in New York City at the age of 75. 39 years ago today in Greensboro, North Carolina, Wahoo McDaniel defeats Ronnie Piper to win the NWA United States Championship. 27 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Tito Santana defeated Don Morocco to win the NWA Eastern Championship wrestling. Heavyweight championship. Arriba! (laughs) 22 years ago today, WCW presented Road Wild from the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. It was uh, Goldberg defeating the Giants to win an NWO versus Goldberg Battle (laughs) Royal. And who yep, and Guerrero man. defeated Chris Jericho to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship? Dead match. Yep. Ten years ago today, WWE signed Colby Lopez, at the time known as Tyler Black, to a dev- developmental contract. <laughs> Happy 46th birthday to Scott DeAmour. Happy 53rd birthday to Sable. And today would have been the 92nd birthday of Lord Alfred Hayes.
2: When was that, yesterday?
0: Uh, No. no. Yeah.
2: Okay. I did report on some other sports birthdays earlier, so we're good there. Uh, Real quick, Tom, before we go into Sunday, how our, uh, as we said, how our, uh, we were just going to hear real quick how our, uh, Mitt, you were about to finish your college football thoughts, how, our, and then John, I'll get your thoughts and Justin's as well before we go into Sunday. So go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Mitt, please.
5: All oh, right, football?
2: Yeah, we were talking about oh, college yeah. football right before we got into oh, yeah, 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 this right, So right. you were about to wave in your thoughts as I asked you your thoughts about um, what the college season would you like. Go ahead, please.
5: As much as I'm an SEC guy, there they don't need to be no football, fall sports till this pandemic. <sighs> if you know, if you want to know what the COVID feels like, ask my buddy Fonzie. That's all I have to say.
2: Yeah, good point. Very good point indeed. And I have had a friend who just uh, had a test recently himself, besides Fonzie. I have two people I've known who have it. You're right. Very good point indeed. Uh, John, what do you think about the college season? Do you think we see a college season or no? I'm saying no. No. I agree. And, Justin, you have the final word on this subject. No. All right. Thank you very much, gentlemen. All right, John, let's go to Sunday.
0: 40 years ago today, WWE presented Showdown at Shea from Shea Stadium in Flesh in New York. 36-20, 95 fans were in attendance for the show. Uh, Bob Backlund and Pedro Morales defeated the Samoans to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Also at first, we saw Andre the Giant defeated Hulk Hogan, and Bruno thank San Martino you, defeated Larry Zabismo Arr. in a steel cage match. 34 years ago today in St. Louis, Missouri, Ric Flair defeated Dusty Rhodes to capture the NWA World Heavyweight title for the fifth time. Woo! 23 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Sabu defeated Terry Funk in a barbed wire match to win the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Also on that same day, WCW presented... Road Wild. We saw Hulk Hogan defeat Lex Luger to win the WCW World Heavyweight title. 21 years ago today was a big day in the Monday Night Wars for both WWE and WCW. On WCW... <laughs> On WCW Monday Night Trail from Boys, Idaho, Chris Benoit defeated David Flair. To win the WCW United States Championship. Also, in the show's main event, Hulk Hogan wore his trademark red and yellow for the first time in three years, as he, Sting, and Goldberg beat Sid Vicious, Kevin Nash, and Rick Steiner. Also, on that same night on WWE, Chris Jericho made his debut. And also we saw Raw having a title change as Kane and x beat the Acolytes to win WWE Tag Team titles.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. In the show's main event, China defeated Triple H and The Undertaker in a Triple Threat Falls Count Anywhere match to become the number one contender for the WWE title. The show would be WCW Nitros. It did a 6.4 rating. What did Raw have?
2: What? What was it? What was Raw's rating? What was Nitros' rating?
0: 19.99.
2: No, but I'm saying what was the rating number?
0: 6.4. Okay,
2: Over that was 90. also in, yes. That was in Chicago, I remember, because we also saw a big name show up that night too. Yeah,
5: I'm sure. a CM Punk. Yep. <laughs> Good point.
2: All
5: right. Uh, By the way, let me ask y'all a question before he continue.
2: Yeah, hold on, John. Yeah, go ahead.
5: Um your... me, and, me, and, me and JD have been talking about this off the air. What do you think would happen yeah. to Doder E if who do de had beaten the Doder Doing
2: that, yeah. Night that's Wars. a good point. That, that's a, that. that yeah. yeah, that's a very good question. Yeah, uh, John, I'll start with you on that question. That's a good question. That's a good segue into that question.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. So, go ahead with your thoughts first, and then John, I'll get your thoughts too. Go ahead. We'll kick it on. Justin, you ahead with your thoughts first, please. Well, let um, me start.
1: Yeah, you. Start yeah, go post,
2: ahead, Justin, and then John, you, and then Bonnie.
1: Go ahead. Um, I think WWE will um. I think Karma will, Karma will, WW will have Karma like when when WCW went out of business, two thousand one. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I want to say,
5: what do you think no. would happen what, what you think have happened? What do
2: you think would have happened, though? What do you think would have happened had they beat them? I was asking, what do you think would have happened, Justin? This is what I was asking. How do you think? Uh, what, do you think uh, what do you think? what
1: would what, what? 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 Oh, what, what, what what do you think they would have done? I think um I think what it would you just uh they would have just dropped the NWO thing and and the uh, um and then then would still be around.
2: Yeah,
1: very good point, dude. Mm-hmm. Vince Roos here, hiring Vince Roosevelt was a bad mistake. The worst thing, the worst thing Vince Russo did was he, um, he made um, Tori Wilson. Um, he did made Tori Remember that segment where we had had Billy Kidman um, make a, a, a fake video of her back in nineteen ninety two being uh, overweight. Tori Tory Wilson. That was a bad mm-hmm. booking Vince Russo did. Yeah, oh, I
2: agree.
4: Thank
3: you. what about you? I remember this. Uh, the bad GM uh, was terrible. Uh, uh, he went Bring the WCW down. If it had a a good GM running WCW, then I think WCW will still be here. But the GM, we have the WWE beat WWF, beat them, but uh, the GM sucked. And we already know who was the GM as WCW. We don't have to say it. Uh, because as soon as he got in the GM in the WWE, he was tossed in the trash. That's, that's who it is. Trash. Okay? Eugene's Eugene. uncle. You know who I'm talking about, J.D. Mm-hmm. Do you, do yeah, you, you know, know what, uh, it, Mick? Yeah, I know who you're
5: talking about. He's
3: the same guy who appeared on okay. AEW last Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Hey, we Fonzie, knew, you know,
1: uh, who,
3: what's up, Justin?
1: Yeah, you know what, Fonzie, Um, WWE is becoming just like WCW right now.
3: I know. I don't like it. I don't like it. And especially with these ninjas, whoever they are,
2: these... We're going to talk about that next. Yeah, we're going to get into
3: that discussion. Yeah, and it really pissed me off when they destroyed the ring. Cut the ring yeah. off.
2: Last Friday, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah, we're, we're, going to that. We're, definitely, we're going to get into
3: yeah, that Yeah, so... Yeah. We're definitely going to have so, yeah, that's. You know, And J.D., you know what I was talking about, right? hmm When I was saying... Who, who was a GM, mm-hmm.
2: then oh, he yeah, got... I know who you Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, no yeah
3: that's about. it. That's it is. Okay. Yeah. So, whoever wants to go next can. Yeah. Um. Let
2: John, John, go, go
3: yeah, John go
2: last Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, John. Let's hear your opinion, and then let's hear Mitch's before we get to the, back to the birthdays and dates.
0: I want to say the same
2: thing. I admit you have the final word.
0: Go
5: ahead. Uh, Eventually, Shane would have been the GM, in my opinion. No, not GM, the commissioner. Yep. Um, Bischoff would have been the GM.
3: There you go, Bischoff, yeah.
5: I don't hate yeah. him as a GM because, remember, he did make some good matches as a World general manager. Yes, he H did. Triple H and Benjamin. I, I would agree,
2: yeah.
5: Celtic uh, Benjamin versus Triple H. Um, yes. Who would have been a face of JCW right now? AJ Styles, in my book. Um, yeah, that,
2: that's, a, that, that's a good question. That's a good segue. Yeah.
5: yeah. Your biggest heel would have been Batista, in my book.
2: Ooh, <clears> that's pretty <throat> interesting.
5: interesting. If he I it think... was done right.
2: Right. As far as face goes, I would say your biggest face would be. Yeah, I agree with AJ. Heel wise, you know, I'm gonna go a little different than you. I'm gonna say the biggest heel right. The biggest heel would be right now. Would have to be. Um, I would say maybe as much as I hate and I hate to say it, the guy who's been a pain in the arse really in the last several weeks, how because of his little disciple bitch boy. And that's, I hate to say it, Seth freaking Rollins. I hate to say it, Rollins would be probably in my opinion, you know, me, you know. I kinda wish would let
5: him be Tyler Black, not Seth Rollins.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you there, yeah. I agree you there because of the way, yeah, because unlike this Monday Night Messiah gimmick, you're right, when he was Tyler Black in ROH, he was good.
1: This gimmick, this gimmick is a rip-off of Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, you're right, Justin, you're right, you're 100% right, yes. And you're and and make you're right too. I mean, they should make him TB. I agree 100% with you. No question about it. Uh, before we get back to the birthdays and ages, real quick, I do want to say that also last week we want to wish a couple other birthdays happy late 52nd birthday to John Oliver, the former Blue Jay, Met, Mariner, Yankee, and Red Sox who, of course, was inducted, who was supposed to be inducted this year's Baseball Hall of Fame. He finished his career, of course, batting 295 with 22.39 hits, 255 home runs, 1,230 runs batted in. He is a two-time All-Star in 2001, two-time World Champion 92-93 with the Jays, three-time Gold Glove Award winner 2000, 2002-2003, and AL Bank Champion in 93. Born in Seattle, Washington, this lefty, of course, turned 52 last week. Happy late birthday to him, and also happy birthday to former North Carolina State Wolfpack Superstar Roman Gabriel, who was drafted number 2-1 and one overall by the NFL and AFL. He played, of course, 15 years in the bigs. He also coached the Raleigh-Durham Skyhawks, however, of the old World League of Professional Football, the WLAF. He was the passing yards leader in 73, 69-73, two-time NFL passing touchdowns leader, four-time Pro Bowler 67, and then 69-73. 69 and 73. 69, he also won the MVP. The Burt Bell Award winner who was named first team All-Pro that same year. Second team All-Pro in 67 and 70, 68. Uh, 73 was named NFL. Thank you very much, Swansea. NFL Comeback Player uh, of the Year. No problem. He was, went to New Hanover High School in Wilmington, of course. He attending North Carolina State. He was also first-team All-American in ACC player in 16 with the Wolfpack. His number 18 jersey was retired by them last week, turning 80 years old, ladies and gentlemen. So happy birthday to him. He passed twenty three sixty six of 44 and in square 52.5%, 201 touchdowns to 149 picks, 29,444 yards, and a pass rating of point. Please. So last week he celebrated a happy 80th birthday to the, so happy birthday to him last week on Wednesday. Uh, Quick reminder also, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully this Wednesday we'll be back with debate, ladies and gentlemen, 139925Pound. Be sure to check that out as we will have the NXT breakdown for you this week. Also, Revolution at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Continue the debate, however, as John will supply the birthdays and dates in GTS and I will have your news headlines for you, along with the rest of the game, coming up this Wednesday. Be sure to check that out. And also this Wednesday at 6.30 p.m., check out Outside the Ropes with the latest politics, movies, and sports news from Mr. WCW and the gang, 141387, this coming Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. John, let's go back to uh, more birthdays and dates from Sunday, hour, and then we'll get into Monday, and then we'll talk about the segue that Fonzie led us into, and that is the somewhat uh, underground and the whole ninja gimmick, if you will. And gonna get opinions from you as well as Mitt and also Justin. So please, go ahead. All right. Happy 29th
0: birthday to Little Miss Flip. Yep, and I think Evan Bourne's ex-girlfriend celebrates birthday, too.
2: I believe you could be right on that, yes.
0: Yep, I do. I am right,
4: because I saw it.
0: All right, let's go to August 10th. Here we go. 43 years ago today, and just as day shy of his 24th birthday, and I'm going to mention this. Tomorrow night, Hulk Hogan made his professional wrestling debut against Brian Blair. 36 years ago today in a Georgia championship wrestling tape in St. Louis, the Junkyard dog defeated Max Blue in his WWE debut. 28 years ago today in Tokyo, Big Van Vader defeated Ricky Choshu to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Twenty-four years ago today, WCW presented "Oh Wow" from the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. This pay-per-view aired on Saturday night. Only one Hogan yep, defeated right the after... Giants. When...
5: What? I was, saying, yep. I was saying yep. Right after WCW Saturday night.
4: Yep.
0: I'm yeah. Right, yeah. Only one Hogan defeated the Giant to win the WCW World. Heavyweight Championship. A post match, Hogan spray painted the WCW World Title Belt. Yes. I remember that one. All right. 22 years ago today, three championships changed on the two main wrestling programs. On WCW Monday Nitro from Rapid City, South Dakota, Lex Luger defeated Bret Hart to win the WCW United States Championship and Chris Jericho defeated Stevie Ray to win the WCW World Television Championship. On the Raw side, from Omaha, Nebraska, the heart of America, Middle America, Kane and Mankind defeated Stone Cold, Steve Austin and The Undertaker, The Nation and the New Age Outlaw, and a Four Corners match to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. And the episode is best remembered for a cameo appearance by John Wayne Bobbitt. A man who made international news for having his you know what cut off by a why Dunk. Let's what? say junk. Junk. Let's <laughs> just keep it simple. Junk. Yeah, Lorena in nineteen ninety three. Why he made an appearance? Because Kaiantai tried to do the same thing to Val Venus. It didn't yeah. work. <laughs> All right, all right. I don't want to think about that. Seventeen years ago today in Des Moines, Iowa, Christian defeated Booker T, when the WWE Intercontinental title. The title change was never televised. The emergency title change was made as Booker T was suffering a back injury and needed some time off. All right. Today is a happy 40th birthday to Bad News Barrett. Happy 63rd birthday to Fred Ottman, who went by number, name, Tugboat, Typhoon, and The Shockmaster.
2: Yes, indeed, he did. And he was balancing health issues recently, too, and I'm glad to see him doing much better. I've been hearing, I have a friend, uh, one of our own, I think, uh, here in the network is actually somewhat close friends with Fred. And that is our good friend, Mr. Michael Sam Houston. And from what I've been hearing lately the last couple uh, months or so, I mean the last six months or so, Fred has been battling uh, some very serious health issues, we understand, I believe. But is slowly uh, on the mend and is recovering very well. that's good.
0: Yeah. Speaking of ladies and gentlemen, we want to acknowledge what happened with Kamala. I will talk about that tonight on Monday Night Raw,
1: too. Oh, oh. um Today's also a happy birthday. Remember remember, remember, Savio Vega? It's his birthday today.
2: Yes. Yep. That's yep. right. The Caribbean Strap Man, yes. Also known as T. And he was remember
1: He was queen. He was quaint. Yep. Remember he spent that was quang, uh, no,
2: yes, Rico. he was queen He was Yes, a member of those four of yep. That's correct. Yes, that's correct. Yes, you're right. Happy birthday indeed. And So, Yes, very good point indeed. Very good point indeed. Happy birthday, all and Thank you very much, John. It is 4.08 p.m. here on Raw Radio for thank Monday, you. October. Yeah. I almost said October. August the 10th, 2020. I Jesus feel God, J.D. Today. Hey, I've been off a couple weeks. Bear with me. I'm starting to get my parents. I know, I
3: know,
2: I know. October. And again, I do want to <laughs> oh, thank you all and Shaq and Chad for filling in last week. Yes,
1: Justin. Oh, J.D.? I did uh, there's some movies. There's some um. There's some movies that came out 30 years ago today that were released in theaters. Let me oh, you. please,
2: let me, yeah, please do. Let us know what movies came out 30 years ago. All
1: today, right. Please. Um, 30 years ago today, three movies were released in theaters. Um, Air America, starring Mel Gibson and that Robert Downey Jr. Good movie. Black, yep. Liners, Black Liners, starring Kevin Bacon, Julie Roberts, all of them William That Alfred was Black, an intense um, movie. Baldwin, that Cooper,
4: was
3: really
1: good. Keep your struggling. Rest in peace, and by the way, rest in peace to Joel Schumacher. That yes, movie. a
2: great, a great movie director who we lost earlier this year. Yes, indeed, who also directed movies such as *St. Elmo's Fire*. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed.
1: And the um, in the movie, another movie that came out thirty years ago, today was *The Two Jakes*, starring Jack Nicholson.
2: And I had that movie actually. It's the sequel to *Chinatown*. It's uh, it's it's a very good mystery drama thriller with Jack Nicholson and. Uh, Meg Tilly, and uh, also, uh, who else was in the movie? There's a, uh, there's a big name in it, too. Um, uh, Harvey Keitel. That's it, Harvey Keitel. Yes, yeah. uh, very good movie. Yeah. That, they keep, that really, the sad part about that movie, is, I mean, I have both those movies, that and Chinatown, they were supposed to make a third one originally about a couple years after The Two Jakes came out, but because The Two Jakes bombed so badly at the movies, and I remember seeing it in the theater, how they never did it, and it's a shame, because Jack could do another Chinatown movie, but the thing is, what would you do it now? You it like 30 years later, it's in the 70s, or the late 60s, early 70s, and they were talking about 10 years ago making a sequel to that movie, I remember, but they never got around to it, but it is a very good movie. It's just like Chinatown, but a little different, though, but three great movies you just mentioned there. Flatliners are a great movie, Justin, no question about it. Great cast in that movie. Movie. I know last year they did a remake of that movie with Ellen Page and a couple other people. It wasn't as big as the one in 1990. And of course, as you said, uh, the one Mel Gibson and Robert Downey Jr., good action-adventure comedy, Air America. I remember seeing that in the theater as well, uh, coming out 30 years ago today. So yes, uh, very good uh, points of interest there, Justin. Thank you very much indeed. Anyway... Let's give you the number here again at uh, episode number two fifty four one six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three seven four four pound. We do want to thank, of course, our good friend Tony from Sheila PA for calling today. We also want to thank the soul man Justin Lewis, playing along with the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Gentlemen, we are going to talk now about what has happened the last couple weeks on Raw, including the debut of this new faction that Anzi and I have been talking about. John, I know you addressed it quite well in your podcast this last week, so we'll start with you on this first, and then we'll kick it around to Mitt and then Justin. What is your thoughts about what's going on right now with this new faction uh, resolution showing up on Raw and causing destruction everywhere?
0: Uh, Yeah. As I was stupid saying, booking. as I was yeah. saying, stupid booking. Yep. Go
2: ahead. Yeah, good point, Justin. We'll get to you in a sec. Go ahead, John.
0: Sorry. As I was saying, I'm wondering if this is a, if this is a group that we've heard before. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering yeah. if this is a group of. I'm wondering if that's a role for Raw Underground. Well,
2: I did did mention, however, right before you all came on the line and Fonzie heard me talk about it, however, apparently we understand that tonight, however, that Shayna Baszler will be appearing on Raw Underground. According to reports, we understand she is planning to show up and a part of the show. Also, several members, however, have been wanting to be involved as well and asked to be involved in Queen, excuse me, Liv Morgan, Dana Brooks, and Shia Lee. What do you think of that whole thing?
0: No comment.
2: Okay. Uh, Justin, please let's hear your thoughts about this whole thing, and then we will go to you about this whole thing.
4: Excuse
1: me. Uh, what they're trying, or uh, what they're trying to do? They're trying to start, um, trying to, uh, um, try to start, um, a nexus, like, um, do like, um, start a nexus do the Nexus thing like they did 10, year, 10 years ago like in, in in like NWO or something like that, in WCW yes
2: uh, do you think it's going to come off as a big success or as a big bust in your opinion
1: I think it is it's um, dumb
2: yeah one thing I did see, Howard, and I'm reading this right now, according to the Solo Monster, however, he has a couple of pins, and he talked about a couple of things here on his podcast today, and he said recently, Howard, there was a former WWE superstar, however, that was going to be getting a change in his character, and that Vince wanted to change his character completely around 180 degrees, Howard, and make him a little more, uh, let's just say relaxed and at peace and calm and not shout as much, and that is EC3, but that's here nor there. One thing I will talk about here in just a few minutes, however, is uh, another story that the Soul Monster brought up, and we're all going to discuss this here on the show, obviously, is the whole Pat McAfee-Adam Cole issue. But, Mitt, before we get into the Pat McAfee-Cole issue, let's get your thoughts about this whole thing of what's going on with resolution, in your opinion, please.
5: Um, Let's see. Before I make a full judgment, I'm going to let it play out a bit, but I just hope it's not the wild like, the League of Nations was. Okay. You know, the League of Nations, shaman's Daria, and all them, and oh, it was yeah, yeah, poorly yeah. executed. Okay. <clears throat> I just hope it's not like that, but... I don't think it's like necessary but I heard Darren Young popping up, popping up, I say more like a core, like the core, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's
4: a
2: and that's my thoughts. Too. Okay. Good point. Very, very good point indeed. Very good uh, thoughts indeed. No question about. It. Thank you very much, there, Uh Gentlemen, another story that has uh, come to my attention and has reached the airwaves, and this time I'll kick it off and I'll start with John on this one. And right, John, I'll get your thoughts on the whole uh, thing about resolution as well here in just a second. Is the Adam Cole Pat McAfee story? I know you touched upon a little bit of it last week, but uh, let's get your thoughts on the resolution thing and then your thoughts on the Cole. Uh, McAfee story, please. Go ahead.
0: I think you got my thoughts on Retribution. What's
4: that? I think you got my
0: thoughts on Retribution.
2: Oh, okay, I did. Okay. Okay, then let's get your thoughts now about the whole Cole McAfee thing. Go
0: ahead. That means i,
2: mean, I
4: mean, desperate. Very, very desperate.
2: Yes. Just seeing a uh, point there. good point indeed. Okay. Uh, Mitt, let's get your thoughts about the whole thing, how are we with McAfee? I know you have quite a bit to say.
4: I mean, not well
5: done. Fine. Um, Fine. I mean, it should be interesting, even though it's basically like your Bam Bam and Lawrence Taylor type of fight. Yeah. And yeah. there not should fun. be no one to be blamed except for you, Pat McAfee. You're the one who started this shit, not Adam
1: Cole. Yeah, here's
2: the point. Yeah,
1: I hey, you know he's a you know he's a Indianapolis cult which I um um Pat I, which I live live here here. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. they and
1: they were talking, and you know you know what they were talking about him on WRTV, on on this t- on this TV station here in, in Indianapolis where I live in on WRTV six mm-hmm. ABC state ABC affiliate here about him about Pat Mac F, Pat Mac McAfee on NXT, um, disputing his rivalry with, um, Adam Cole. And I think, I think Pat McAfee is making a big mistake. He's really crossing the line with Adam Cole.
2: He is. I, uh, saw a little bit on Friday when I was, uh, still recovering after what had happened on Sunday or Saturday or Thursday. I did see a little bit uh, on uh, ESPN a little bit, uh, Friday afternoon for a little bit. I did watch a little sports center and I know, uh, Thursday morning, uh, Pat McAfee, of course, uh, had a challenge thrown at him at the hands by Hunter uh, and p- f- for Adam Cole. And then uh, McAfee kind of laughed it off and said, How if he thinks he's serious, Howard, try me, how I'll show him less than or two, Howard. Well, as uh, like uh, you just said, mid however, I think Pat McAfee's a little over his head, and I think he's going to find out the hard way here a week from uh, Saturday night. You know what, J.D.?
1: It's going to happen. There's an old saying. What's that? Don't ever let your don't ever let your mouth get you into something that your ass can't get you out of. And that person's pet McAfee. That's what she that's should very do. That's true. Yeah,
2: the very former
5: Pay of to... t- Yep.
2: That that no, that's 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 very good point. That is a very, very good point you bring up there, uh uh, Justin. And maybe you also brought up a good point too. Yeah, that's very very interesting you bring that up, guys. I mean it's going to be very interesting to see what will happen. But uh, next week, guys, we will talk about TakeOver, hopefully a little bit more, and SummerSlam and break it down for you X's and O's Are here with our predictions here, so you definitely stay tuned as far as that goes. So hey, JB. Uh, definitely want to hear. Yes, uh, Fonzie, please go ahead. You want to hear your thoughts about the Pat McAfee story. Go ahead.
3: Everybody's going to be laughing at this. You know yeah. what Pat McAfee went went to college to, right, J.D.?
2: Yeah, of course, WVU. Yeah,
4: that's obvious. Yeah,
3: modern queers. So he is a queer, you could say, when he talks. (laughs) 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 When he talks, he talks like a queer, you
2: know? It's funny, you know, it's funny you mentioned it, but the funny thing is, though, too, you look at it, though, this is a guy who came from Western PA, from Plum High School. And listen to this, guys. This is, this is a real true story. I'm reading this previously on how he got the scholarship to WVU. You're going to laugh. This is an Oscar true story, but this is no bullshit either. As a senior, he borrowed $100 from a friend and played poker at an illegal club, turning it into $1,400. He used the funds to finance a trip to Miami to participate in the final day of a national competition, highlighting the best field goal kickers in America. He made nine in a row, however, and nearly missed a 70-yarder, however. After coming home, however, from that, however, he was offered by West Virginia's recruiting coordinator, Tony Gibson, who was Rich Rodriguez's assistant at the time, who offered him a scholarship to attend WVU. That's a true story, guys. That's an honest to go freaking story. I didn't know about that until I just saw it now. That's pretty wild when you think about it, though. But, yeah, I mean, you talk about a guy, like I said, like, I mean, like I said this guy over the last couple weeks has been way over his head. Seriously, this guy's been way, 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 way over his head, and like I said, he's going to find out very quickly, however, a week from Saturday night, however, that wrestling is not a game. This is not, oh, you can hold my hand, however, in the huddle, however, and slap him on the butt and just basically say, great job, great job seeing the showers, like uh, Peter Griffin a la Family Guy. No, 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 no. Far from it. Pat McAfee has- been you, Woman. uh, has made friends and enemies in high places since coming aboard WWE. Don't get me wrong, there's been times I've liked him, and there's been times I haven't liked him. But like I said, I think mm-hmm. coming up a week from Saturday night, a week from this Saturday night, he's going to find out very quickly, and in an interesting way too, how it's going to be. And believe me, he's in for a rude awakening, guys. He really is. I think it's going to be interesting to see how that happens. But we are going to keep an eye on this story. No question about it, guys. We are going to keep an eye on this. Another story I want to talk about with you all, however, as we're getting into it, however, and like I said, we're going to try to you know, get as much done as we can here this afternoon, is the whole thing with The Rock and You're the okay? XFL. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine right now. I'm okay. I'm doing all right. Uh, but uh, I'll start this time with you, John, however, on this subject about The Rock and the XFL, and then I'll kick it around, and everyone, Fonzie, Mitt. And Justin, so you have the first uh, statement on this one, uh, John. What are your thoughts about The Rock buying the XFL last week for $15 million? Awesome. Do you think he'll be maybe back by next spring, maybe?
5: Yep. It doesn't matter if he thinks it's great or not. <laughs>
3: He's gonna lay the smack down! He's gonna lay the smack down on the Rudy Pooty candy asses! <laughs> <laughs>
4: They're from the yeah. millions and the millions of Americans! Million, uh, yeah, it's
3: gonna be interesting, it's gonna be He's interesting. gonna lay <laughs> the smack s- on your Rudy Pooty candy asses! <laughs> Rudy Pooty. Yeah. yeah.
1: You no, know <laughs> J- Well. No, J- JD. J- J- what you you know what, JD? If it wasn't if it wasn't for this coronavirus, then yeah. he, um, then he wouldn't, then, then he then, um, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't buy the XFL, and his movie Jungle Cruise would be released in theaters right about now.
2: Right, very good point. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. Point. yeah Well, he yeah, kind of right. could.
5: He kind of. could. How do you if, figure? If,
2: Go yeah. ahead. How do you please explain? Go ahead. I'd like to hear this. Go ahead. I'd like to hear. Like to hear.
5: you know the war... On his off time, he does investing on things like the show ballers and all that stuff. And yeah, I'm a, I remember. Yeah,
1: yeah,
5: I still believe he could have still purchased SFL without a doubt because it's yeah. not just his company, his ex girlfriend or wife or whatever.
2: Yeah, well. Whatever happens to the X F L it's gonna be interesting. I do think, however, right now, as far as the X F L goes, I don't think we're we'll gonna see it back anytime soon. I mean, we saw what happened earlier this year with the ratings. I mean it started out great and then by about the fourth or fifth week, even before the pandemic hit started slipping more and more to like one point six, one point 1.9 million. I mean, there's some cities that really didn't need a team. I mean one team that city that did get a lot of fan support, especially early on, was Saint Louis. The other city that I think was really starting to grow into it more, and no disrespect to your city, John, was Seattle. I think they were a little bit ahead of Washington, D.C., as far as that goes. But Washington wasn't far behind at number three. But the thing is this, though, if they're going to try it again next year like they did this past spring, however, they better have some new cities in mind. And I'm not saying New York and Tampa and L.A. were the bad cities. Do not mistake me on that, guys. Those were half these uh-huh. cities and pretty good cities hosting them. But there were hardly any fans coming out to support them. St. Louis, however, in the two home games that they had in that brief stretch, are had over 20, 25, 30 a game. They have not had a football team since the Rams went back to California a couple of years ago. Before that, they were lucky they supported the Rams for many years to, for the past 15-20 years, even before moving out of California in the nineties. And the reason why the Rams the last few years were any good, however, is because they started drafting for the future. They started looking ahead at younger and better talent. Before that, the only name that they had for the longest time that they held on to was Kurt Warner or Marshall Falk. And the thing is though, however, if you think you're gonna get football in St. Louis again, I hope it works out for you. Don't get me wrong. I hope it gets I mean I hope it turns out to be good for you. But at the same time I just I don't know. I just I just have a bad feeling that right now, at this moment in time, I don't think we're going to see the XFL return next year, at least in my opinion. If they do, I'll be surprised. But right now, however, I don't see that happening. I really, really
1: don't. Oh, oh, J.D., um, Yes. XFL um, was was garbage garbage when it started in 2001.
2: Right. Yeah, because back then you had... Well, Well, let's take a look at this, okay? was
1: was Vince McMahon's idea to make the XFL.
2: Yeah, in 2001, I'll give you that, yes. I'll give you that, okay? But at the same time, in 2001, you had teams in Orlando, Chicago, New York, which was one of your bigger markets, L.A., which is your second biggest market, San Francisco, Memphis, and Vegas. The only problem with that is, however... What really hurt you, however, I mean, you started out great. The first night, you started out really good, however. And then what happened the second week? You went into an overtime game, however, about 30 minutes past your normal scheduled time, and your ratings dropped. Here's what I'm doing right now. Okay, the opening night drew a 9.5 Nielsen rating, a 9.5 rating. The audience declined to a 4.6, however, in week two because of the overtime game. What does that tell you? What does that tell you right there? That fans were not interested. Now, let's look at the XFL in 2020, okay? Let's look at their ratings for a minute. They started out, however, mind you, however, this is how they began their ratings tower. The viewership tower, let see, okay. This was, uh, okay, here we go. This was as of week five, okay? Let me go back to week five here. Okay. I'm trying to find it. Where is it? I had it.
5: And you know who's the greatest XFL player of all time, don't you?
2: Yes, he hate me. Yep. Yep. Who could forget him? Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I know that all too well. You're right. Okay, here we go. You started off in February this year with 3.3 million people in the first day. The next day, you did 3.5 million viewers, however, which was the Tampa-New York game in New York. But in Seattle, you did 3.3, however, that first week, however, as your second hottest game of the year. What happened the final week, however, which was week four? You were down to literally $1.1 or $1.0 million. That's sad, guys. That's sad. That tells you right there, even before the pandemic hit, people were just not caring about the league no more. Um,
5: It did have a good concept, but it just didn't execute well.
2: Right. Yeah. Very good. I was just gonna say. That's a very good point. That. I was just gonna say. That was a. That's a good point you bring up. Very good point indeed. Fonzie. Uh, would you care to call on this issue real quick before I have to step out again, guys? I have to step out in a, few, a couple seconds here, but uh, uh, Fonzie, go ahead. Real quick. Let's hear your thoughts.
4: Yeah,
3: we got the, we got the people's champ taking over now, so we'll see what happens with that. They're not do their job, and he's going to lay the smackadown on their TV has.
4: <laughs>
2: yes Well, Like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens, though. We'll have to, we'll have to wait and see, you guys. I mean, time will tell. Like I said, it's 4.30 p.m. right now, and I just saw something that really makes me want to vomit, literally. This one guy put up a picture right now, Vicky Guerrero, Nyla Rose, in a bikini photo shoot. Oh, God, I'm about to lose my lunch. Literally. Oh. <laughs>
4: it's bad. Hey.
2: Nyla Rose in. Why I are you talking about that's I your got, I got rid of it thankfully. I got rid of it thankfully. But God Almighty, was that horrendous. Yowie.
4: Mm.
2: Damn.
5: That's a girlfriend, JD.
2: <laughs> 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 well, like I said, yeah, you wish. Uh, guys, again, talk to yourselves in a few minutes. I'll be right back. I have to <laughs> hit the uh, men's room. I'll be right back. We'll continue this discussion in a minute.
1: You know what, um, guys. Yeah, but The reason, the reason, or the reason why MVP wants a rematch against Paul Cruz for the United States title at SummerSlam because he believes it was a fluke last Monday.
3: <laughs> uh, it was not a fluke. <laughs> he cries. He's been crying since he was in WWE. So, and now he's crying again, sore loser. He He's just like <clears throat> Seth Rollins. He was just like Seth Rollins. That's why, that's why Seth Rollins is what he is today. That's why, uh, he turned on everybody. That's why he did what he did with Ray Mysterio because he couldn't, he couldn't, uh, Face the facts that he lost to, uh, you know, his match, and and then he actually he lost uh, for the uh, battleground. That's right, not a battleground. Um, Raw versus SmackDown. Remember, he made everybody in the ring, yeah. and he was calling out everybody. Walk. Out on him, that's what. That's what he was. He was scared to do that. Then his, uh then his championship he lost fair so and square against Drew McIntyre. Yeah. So.
1: And then you know hey, what about, oh, and about Drew McIntyre? About Drew McIntyre, I really do hope yeah. that he does not lose the WWE title to to um, Randy Orton this uh, at SummerSlam 2020 this year. Because I remember. you um when, mean, when Randy yeah. Orton for Randy for Randy Orton when Randy Orton had became the WWE champion at summer 2013, ratings went low right when be
4: uh, he was working champion?
1: Champion.
5: am i
2: correct I'm back now, guys, and we'll continue this discussion here in just a minute. Right now, let's give you the weather forecast of the WCW Radio Network, because we have not done that yet, however, today. Let's give everyone an update on what's going on. First off, in Justin's neck, in the woods, Indianapolis, it is 87, partly sunny day, but tomorrow will be rainy. However, some sun and clouds high of 84 fall by 85 and 86 Wednesday and Thursday. The chance of rain Friday, however, with some sun and clouds, 86, followed by rain on Saturday, 88. However, sun and clouds and rain again, 86 and rain on Sunday, and then 82 on Monday. So it's going to be pretty nice and breezy in Indy, all the big car in Indianapolis. In Front Royal, Virginia, John's Neck of the Woods. Let's take a look and tell you what the weather looks like in Front Royal right now, ladies and gentlemen, as far as the weather forecast goes. It is 91 and sunny right now. Tomorrow will be 89 and sunny there, however, as well. But sun and clouds will be coming in on Wednesday, 89. All by a cool-down stretch, hour Thursday through Sunday. So it looks pretty good in your neck of the woods, John. High of 83 with chance of showers on Thursday and Friday, Hour with sun and clouds. 81 on Saturday, 81 and 83 Sunday and Monday with a chance of rain. So it's going to start finally cooling down a little bit in your neck of the woods there.
4: Jesus
2: Christ. Uh, well, meanwhile, Pittsburgh, 94 degrees here today. And hey, I'm sweating yesterday.
3: balls already. Feels like it's 100 but, degrees
2: outside. Yes, what I heard. It's like 115, yes. But tomorrow will be sun and clouds high of 90 on Wednesday. Sun and clouds with a chance of rain 89, 90 on Wednesday and Thursday. But fear not, Fonzie, the weather will be cooling down by Friday, 87 on Friday, 85 on Saturday, and then 80 and 78 by Sunday and Monday. So we're going to be back to at least decent weather here on Sunday and Monday, however, of next week. Columbus Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, the home of our good friend Mitt Patel's neck of the woods. Let's tell you what his weather looks like. 92 and sunny right now. It was supposed to get near 98 today, but tomorrow it will be 94, however, with the chance of a late-day shower, followed by uh, sun and clouds on Wednesday, 96, however. But then Thursday through uh, Monday, it starts to cool down a little bit with rain on Thursday and Friday, 90 and 86, respectively, followed by 88 on Saturday with a chance of a late-day shower, but then 90 and 93, but rain, however, Sunday and Monday, so it's going to start steaming off a little bit in your neck of the woods
1: there in
2: Columbus, if you will. Meanwhile, Paul Meyer Virginia Howard will tell you about the work forecast there in just a second, ladies and gentlemen. The home of the Queen Michelle Lindar's Tower, and her her uh, weather forecast right now. We'll tell you what the little looks like. It's ninety two right there and partly sunny today. Tomorrow sun and clouds, how high of eighty seven, followed by eighty seven on Wednesday. But then it cools way down, Howard Thursday through Sunday, how our high of eighty two with a chance of a late day shower Thursday, eighty on Friday, eighty on Saturday, eighty two on Sunday, and then eighty five on Monday with some rain, so it's going to cool down quite a bit there. In Trinity, North Carolina, the home of Mr. WCW's Neck of the Woods, ladies and gentlemen, it is 88, mostly cloudy today. Not too bad there. That's pretty good. Tomorrow will be 86, however, with chance of a late-day shower, followed by rain all day on Wednesday. 85 will be your high, followed by 84, 84, however, with chance of a late-day shower each on Thursday and Friday, but then rain all day Saturday, however, and a high of 83, however, followed by the same forecast Sunday, but then it warms back up to near 90 on monday with a possible shower too on monday of next week in trinity meanwhile jacksonville arkansas ladies on the home of the Empress Marie rickenbach's neck of the woods ladies and gentlemen. let's tell you what her weather forecast looks like i know it has been very ungodly hot out there in Arkansas lately It is 97 degrees And there is a heat advisory out there So please, please, please be careful Wherever you're at with the heat and humidity Just use common sense And use plenty of suntan lotion Whatever you do, however, And don't get burnt, Howard Anyway, it's supposed to be 98, Howard There today, tomorrow, 98, tomorrow, Fall by Wednesday, Howard With a late day shower 93, Howard And a late day shower Then 94, 97, 99, and 98 Thursday through Sunday with Sunday, clouds each day And then 96 next Monday with Sunday, clouds as well in Jacksonville. So that is what the weather looks like in Jacksonville right now, ladies and gentlemen. So please be careful. And finally in Toronto, ladies and gentlemen, the king, home of King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, there's a heat warning advisory in that NECO It is 86 right now sunny, but tomorrow, however, it will be sunny and cloudy with a chance of a late-day shower, high of 82 followed by 83 on Wednesday with sunshine, 85 on Thursday, 80 on Friday, followed by 80 and sun and clouds on Saturday, but then 78 and 81 respectively with showers on Sunday and Monday. So it's going to cool down there in Toronto. So, folks, fear not. The weather is going to start to change a little bit throughout the week, however you're at. And it might, still get, it might get warmer. It might get cooled down. You never know. We will keep you up to date with the weather forecast. But that is the weather forecast looking like at the moment, ladies and gentlemen, as far as that goes. So there you go. Uh, another story we're going to talk about, guys, obviously, is what happened at the U.S. Uh, PGA Championship this week in San Francisco. Of course, Tiger Woods, as you know, had a chance to, uh, make some noise. They did not each make any noise, whatsoever. although, uh, Woods did play pretty well yesterday. However, he still couldn't win. But it was Colin Uricala holding off Bryson DeChambeau, ladies and gentlemen, Dustin Johnson, however, and also, ladies and gentlemen, Paul Casey from England to become, uh, the fourth, that's right, the fourth, ladies and gentlemen, 23-year-old to win the PGA in one of his first big events. This is a big event from Harding Park. Definitely put on a good show for the PGA golfers this weekend, including other people like Phil Mickelson and others. Justin, I'll start with you on this, however. We saw a new champion, and it wasn't Tiger or Phil. It was a young uh, upstart from uh, the Land of the Rising Sun, however, who, let's just say, took the Wanamaker trophy and held off some big names to become the PGA champion on. Sunday in Frisco. Your thoughts about what happened yesterday in the Bay Area?
1: Oh, well, I, well, I never watched it.
2: Oh, okay. But I'm sure you saw the highlights of it, though. Or did you not see I the highlights been. of it? You did or did I, not? I haven't. I, oh,
4: have,
2: okay. I haven't. Nope. I haven't seen. Okay. No problem. No problem. Uh, Mitt, I'll start uh, with no you, problem. then. Uh, what were your thoughts about uh, Colin Macara's, uh big uh, shot, however? Sure that uh, happened yesterday at the PGA. Okay, Mitt apparently has left us, apparently. I don't know what happened. Apparently Mitt has left us. Believe Hopefully he'll be back with us uh, before we get off the air here today. Uh, Fonzie, let's get your thoughts, however, about this. Uh, apparently a big name, however, a somewhat big name is going to call it that, Colin Mockerow, however, probably had the shot of the day, maybe one of the best shots uh, of all time, by uh, literally almost facing a par-4, however, but coming up with an eagle rather than a hole-in-one to become the new PGA champion for this year, holding off big names like Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Paul Casey from England, Tiger, Phil, uh, Dustin Johnson, as I mentioned, of course, uh, and other big names. Your thoughts about this man who uh, won the PGA over the weekend in San Francisco?
3: Uh, I saw it a little bit of it on Saturday. You're telling me, JD? They play for six fucking hours. Yep. Like, yeah, they take off. Holy shit! Well, they started at noon. On, uh, say, well,
2: they, well, they started on ESPN. actually was
3: here at three o'clock.
2: Right. They, yeah, they started at noon on ESPN until three. 9 to yes. in the morning. Yeah. And then they went in from 3 to 9, 3 to like 10 or 9 30, 10 o'clock yesterday, and then like 4 to 10 on Saturday. Yes, that's correct. Six hours, yes.
3: Yeah. Holy shit,
2: JD. CBS definitely San... got a big, they scored some big ratings this weekend. The West Coast and yeah. CBS scored some big ratings over the weekend with this.
3: Yeah. I was like, holy heck. They played for six
2: hours
3: at yeah, San I mean, Fran.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And consider what the weather was like. Think about that too. Look what the weather was like out there too. You had fog and cool temperatures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, was, it windy. was windy as hell. It was windy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got you got to give credit though to this Japanese kid. holding off big names like Johnson and Casey and uh, Tony Finau and Jason Day to capture that trophy. That was a big, big <laughs> win for him. And especially that shot at 16. Yeah. I mean, if you go back and watch that shot at 16 again, I mean, my God, I mean, that was maybe one of the best shots I'd seen. I mean, in maybe the last 10 years. I mean, it was so yeah. He hit it yeah. straight. And at first, he, when, you, when you see him swing the club, after he swung the shot, you could tell he didn't seem happy with it. But once he got onto the green and rolled about 10 feet away from the pin, you're thinking, hey, this guy has a chance for an eagle, two on a par four. And really just slam the door in everyone's face and say, there's no chance of you guys coming back against me now. And what does he do? He does it. And then sure enough, he nails one more good shot at 18. And uh, finishes with a round of 64, so hats off to him. He's $2 million richer, and uh, he is the fourth guy behind Tiger Woods and a couple other names to uh, become a big name. And uh, definitely props to him. And the funny thing is, did you see when he lost the trophy? He, he had the trophy in the air, and the top came up flipping off. He had the trophy in the air. He was holding up in the air. I don't know if you saw it. And he's smart about it. I'm watching the video of it now. He, he was laughing about it, too, when he did it. He, he had was, the trophy up in the air. He was holding there like he was the king of the world. And all of a sudden, the top flipped off there, literally. Literally. And he just said, whoops, I think I did something wrong. But they were all good sports but They were not uh, real upset about it. But, again, congratulations no. to Colin Walker. Uh, I mean, just an incredible story. This guy going into the weekend, not many people gave a shot to. Everyone said, oh, Tiger Woods is back playing for the first time in six weeks. He has a shot. Phil Mickelson maybe finally has a shot to win the Open. Jordan Spieth, yeah. <laughs> hey, Rory McIlroy, even, McElroy. McElroy. even, freaking, uh, even some freaking some of the young guys, guys that are all up and coming, like the guys I've just mentioned, the Tony Finau, the uh, Bryson Hell even. Even the Dustin Johnsons, the one person that everyone said going into the league, Howard, that had a big shot than anyone was Brooks Kepka. This is a guy who could have won back-to-back-to-back opens for the first time since the 50s, since Peter Thompson of the old UK did it back then. But unfortunately, Kepka fell apart, however. And like I said, Howard, this guy just came alive over the weekend. He shoots a 65 on Saturday. He goes out there, and you thought after uh, that first uh, tee shot he had yesterday, he was going to have one of those days, Howard, and uh, not uh, find a way to step up his game. Well, Colin did, and he ends up shooting a 64. So hats off to him. Hats off to him, indeed. John, real quick, let's get your thoughts, however, about the PGA Championship over the weekend that happened in the Bay Area. San Francisco definitely uh, stepped up their game this weekend, in my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. Well, certainly, guys, we uh, definitely touched upon a lot of things here today. Um, before we go, again, I do want to thank, of course, the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. I also want to thank Tony from Sheila for calling in today. I also want to thank my big three for coming in today. Of course, it was good to hear from everyone today. Howard. Uh we're going to try to get this done a little early today, guys. I'm still uh, feeling my way back, however, let's just say. And, again, in case you didn't want I mean, I did mention, however, to all of you guys what it was. How I'll tell everyone out there what it was that laid me up last week. It was a kidney stone, folks. Yes, the Iceman, again, definitely had another kidney stone ordeal a few weeks ago, and it was not all that fun. And let's just say this past Thursday had surgery. It was about eight and a half millimeters yeah, I'm... long. Is... And to let you guys all know, I'm feeling better. I'm starting to get better more and more by the day. Uh, they still have a stint in me for now, and they will remove the stint, tower on oh, Thursday. Yeah. And let's just say, if you guys ever have a kidney stone, you don't want one. It's not fun. It is definitely not fun. But like I said... I'm getting better guys. I can honestly say I feel a little bit more I mean there's been over the weekend I've been uh, over the weekend I've been getting a little bit better here and there at different times how and today I've been feeling a good so far I've been feeling Thank pretty God. good so far today which is good uh, so I'm happy to report on that I uh, find I'm doing pretty well. but next week guys how for our show how we're gonna talk about takeover we're gonna talk about SummerSlam. We're gonna have our thoughts how of what's gonna happen on the biggest part of the summer will it be worth watching. Is it going to be worth watching? We weigh in on our topics here. Let's just say next week. Uh, Before we go, however, I want to ask my colleagues. Does anyone have anything else they want to add us uh, with before we wrap up for the day? Justin, I'll start with you.
1: Um, I was talking to uh um I was talking to Fonzie and Mitt about this um. I think um, the MVP, the reason why MVP wants to rematch against um, Apollo Crews at Land for United States title is because he thinks it was a fluke last Monday.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one thing, like I said, so far we've heard uh, right now up to the moment for the time being, real quick, I'll let you know real quick how what we got so far uh, as far as TakeOver 30 goes. However, uh, we've got so far, uh, like I said, these matches already listed for coming up all week from Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Bronson Reed taking on Damian Priest, taking on possibly either Kushida or Cameron Grimes, depending on what happens this week. Plus, a couple more people in a ladder match for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, as witnessed last week, Howard, a very questionable decision, Howard, by the referee, Howard. Dakota Kai, of course, beating the punk rock girl herself, Rhea Ripley, to get back in the good graces with WWE NXT management front office. She will be going on to face the genius of the sky, ladies and gentlemen, Io Shirai, the women's champion, of course, coming up a week from Saturday. At uh, take over 30, you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes. Uh, also coming up in a few weeks, guys, we're going to have some interesting discussion about NXT, and you want to stay tuned as far as that goes. I can only say, our, uh... I'm not going to spoil for you guys right now, but all I can say, it's going to be big. Let's just say when we get behind it, if you will. As far as SummerSlam goes, right now we have six matches already on the docket for uh, SummerSlam right now, including the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza, especially after what happened last week and A very questionable call by this so-called team of Andrade, Garza, and Selena Vega. And after what we saw over the weekend between Bianca Belair and Selena Vega, this feud has reached a whole new level, let's just say, Drew McIntyre, of course, will be taking on Randy Orton. Of course, let's just say, as we heard last week, of course, Apollo Crews will uh, put his U.S. title on the line, as Justin pointed out, against the guy who feels that he got cheated out of it, if you will, however, by losing it. Just being a sore loser. Being a sore loser,
1: exactly. He did not get, exactly. get screwed.
2: Exactly. I agree with you there. I'm going to send you right there. Thought that uh, Justin, very good point indeed. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Sasha Banks could find out tonight that she will be taking on Oscar, depending on what happens in the Oscar Bailey match, if you will. Also, Bailey will be uh... Fighting a person of her uh, Stephanie McMahon's choosing, if you will, her, especially after, depending on what happens this coming Friday night on SmackDown. And then this match also was made just last week, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm still I'm, I'm by this match in more ways than one. It is the son of Rey Mysterio, ladies and gentlemen, and Donic Mysterio getting his WWE, let's just say, hardcore uh, crash course debut, if you will, taking on the Monday Night Moron Messiah, if you will, the meatball himself, scumbag, shithead, sellout, uh, subpar slimy Seth Rollins, if you will, and his little disciple boy, Murph the Smurf Murphy, if you will. So, of course, those are just some of the matches that are on the docket right now, but I think tonight we'll find out maybe one or two more will be made official. Of course, we'll talk more about that next week here on Raw Radio episode two fifty five. Also we'll talk a little bit more about the status of college football and some other things going on also this week. The PGA will be coming to you live this week from Sedgefield Country Club in Greensboro, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Not far from Mr W C W neck of the Woods of course, if you will. Uh some of the golfers there, golfers playing this there. Week. uh we're gonna take a look and see who's playing there this week. I think there's some big names playing there this week. I'm not real sure yet but we're gonna Let's just uh, we're gonna see uh, yeah. the, uh see who's playing
4: this weekend.
2: playing uh, Here we go. Actually, right now, we're going to take a look and see who's playing this week. I believe Brooks right now, right now, Brooks Kepko, Webb Simpson, Paul Casey, Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, some of the people you just saw this past week in San Francisco are among some of the big names that will be playing this weekend. Also playing this week includes Lucas G. Glover, Corey Connors, Jim Furyk, uh Jordan Spieth, believe it or not, Harris English, Billy Korshaw, Justin Sweet Smelling Rose, Howard, uh, J.T. Postenhauer and Pat Perez. So those are just some of the names that you will see coming up later this week, or on Thursday, beginning at Sedgefield Country Club on this Thursday at the Wyndham Open, if you will. So definitely you want to, uh, like I said, Howard, keep an eye on that, if you will. So we will talk about that as well. Huh? Uh, real quick, of course. Also later this week, we understand the NHL lottery will be taking place, ladies and gentlemen. And according to reports right now, one of eight teams are in the running for that spot, including Edmonton, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, Pittsburgh, New York, Toronto, and Winnipeg. And uh, not to be biased here, guys, but I'm hoping Pittsburgh ends up getting with that pick. Because I'll tell you right now, for good things about Pittsburgh. <laughs> And I'll tell you what. If you get this kid, however,
4: uh, you could be looking at maybe the next
2: Crosby. They said this guy could be another Crosby. He's very good. He's very speedy. He's very fast, and he can shoot the puck extremely well. So you put him on the ice, however, Crosby and Malkin maybe next. This coming next year, however, the Penguins could be a very early favorite, maybe to win the East, even though they didn't win it this year. They could be an early favorite, I would say, to win the East, maybe next year, to win the Lord Stanley's Cup, possibly. It depends on what happens. But, again, right now it's going to be a toss-up, I think, between either Pittsburgh or maybe possibly maybe Nashville or maybe Minnesota. But right now I'm hoping beyond hope that Pittsburgh ends up being the uh, team that draws number one. That would be pretty good to see them take that number one spot again and draft a pretty good player like this kid uh, who's supposed to be absolutely dynamite. His name, again, ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know, is Alexis Lafreniere. Uh, My French is bad, so bear with me, guys. All I can say about this guy, like I said, he's 18 years old. He's six foot uh, one, one ninety two, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he has played 173 games in the last three years, from 2017 through 2020, in the QMJHL, which is the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. He has started 114 games. He has had 297 points, including 112 this past season in just 52 games, with 77 assists and 35 goals. That's pretty damn good, guys. I don't care what you say. Uh, plus, he was named the tournament MVP and named to the tournament all-star team this past year uh, for Quebec. He's only 18, folks. So you think about it, though. This guy could uh, be uh, shooing right away to be the next Crosby or the next Lemieux. Seriously, that's how good this kid is. So we'll be watching that very, very carefully. Right now, it's about 10 to 5. However, we're going to kind of wrap things up a little bit. I do want to go right around the table. John, real quick, we'll start with you, obviously. Then, Justin, we'll kick it to you, Fonzie. And then I'm going to call it a day here as well, guys. Again, I do want to thank all of you. And, of course, don't forget we'll be back next week with more excitement and throughout the week, however, with more excitement as well. So you definitely want to stay tuned here on the Show Radio Network. So, John, by all means, uh, let's get uh, your uh, thoughts quickly about your rings and your thoughts about uh, what we're going to see tonight on your podcast, please.
4: Okay.
0: I'm going to say Bailey versus Oscar. It's going to be
2: a 1.7. All righty. And real quick, yep. uh, quick, real quick, a uh, 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 plug for your podcast, please.
0: Yes, I will talk about what's going, what's been going down the last couple of weeks, and also I may have a surprise for you tonight. All right, and we'll be sure to check that out on John Groves Wrestling and Sports
2: yep. Radio right just after right. eleven o'clock. So uh, thank you very much, John. Uh, we will talk to you again uh, nope. later in the week, and as always, thank you for coming on.
0: Yeah, see you later, man. Bye.
2: Alright, the Suplex machine now taking off on us. Ladies, let me do want to thank thinking for coming on. As always. Uh Justin, you're next. Uh, what do you got for us?
1: I mean what well, this is well, this about tonight's raw? Yes. Um uh, I think I'm gonna go with John's um one point seven.
2: All right, and your main event prediction?
1: Just terrible. Uh, just ter- uh, ter- Good. Um, I think just um, terrible. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say 1.5. And I think the main event is going to be Oscar and uh, possibly Sasha. I'm going to go a little different than you guys this week. Uh, Fonz, you have the final say. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: I'm going to agree with you, uh, J.D. What was it? I'm going to agree with you, J.D. Okay. Yeah.
4: You said right, 1.5, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, I said 1.5, yeah.
3: In uh, the main event, Oscar and Shasha.
2: Okay. All right, well, there we go. Okay, thank you very much, guys. And again, our very good opinions from all of you guys, however. Certainly, we will have a lot to discuss, as you know, next week, ladies and gentlemen, so... I am going to take us on out here. I do want to thank all of you for coming on, as always, Howard, and I do want to thank our good friend Tony from Shaler, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us as our caller today. We will be back, of course, later on this week and again next week with more excitement, folks. So stay safe. Be careful, as always. I know I'm trying to do both ends, Howard, and I will be hopefully feeling... Almost back to a full 100% shortly. Right now, I'm about 80%, 85% there. Almost 80 I'd say. Almost 85% there. But I'm getting there, guys. And, again, I do want to thank all of you guys, Howard, for listening to us every each and every Monday, Howard. But I also want to thank my guys last week for stepping in again. They did a great job, Howard, filling in for me. I have not heard the show yet, but I heard it was a fantastic show. So, guys... I tip my cap to all of you guys for last week for stepping in for me during the time I've been laid out power. And again, I'm still recovering, but today I decided to try it and give it a go. And I think it went well. At least I hope it did. We'll see what happens. But, guys, we will talk to you all again next Monday with more Raw Radio. So, as always, stay safe, be careful with this weather and heat, hour, and just use common sense. We will see you guys again next Monday, hour, with our SummerSlam early prediction show, hour, and also takeover predictions. So, until then, for the Soul Man, Justin Lewis, and for the King Clubs, man, Patel, yes, for, of course, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie and also, ladies and gentlemen, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and for Tony, our good friend, and Shaley, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Iceman saying so long from inside, saying good night, and enjoy the rest of your evening here on the Talk Shoe Radio Network. Good night, everyone.
1: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.